Fez. The Ron and Fez Show, celebrating another year of cyberbullying. Coming up on the next Ron and Fez Show, we get ready for Halloween with our favorite tainted candies. Then we pull a knife on Tom Brokaw and find out how tough he really is. The Ron, Ron and Fez, Fez Show, the nightmare you can't wake up from. Sirius 197, XM202, the virus. The Ron and Fez Show starts right now. I, I, I was crazy about you. I wanted to sleep with you one day, but not when I was 16. You know, when you broke up with me, you broke up with me because I was, I was, to use your charming expression, tight. I cried and I cried and I hated you. And when that little bag asked me out and I was too tired to fight him off, it wasn't rape because I said okay, but it wasn't far off. You know, I couldn't have sex since after college because I hated it so much. That's when you're sex, Rob. In college! And now you want to have a little chat about rejection. God, she's right. I broke up with her. I rejected her. That's another one I don't have to worry about. I should have done this years ago. When your baby leaves you all alone and nobody calls you on the phone Oh, don't you feel like a cry? Don't you feel like a cry? For here I am, a honey. Oh, come on, you're crying me. The smell of her perfume Don't you feel like a cry Don't you feel like a cry Don't you feel like a cry Come on, come on, cry to me Buddies, it's the Ron Fez Show. 
866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. It's time for the Ichibans. Uh, Ichibans. Pick up your telephone and dial 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. To be part of the big story. Story everybody's talking about. You don't have to just be a listener. Be a participator, all right? You can say to yourselves, I'm locking in. I'm not one of these people uh, just listening. I'm doing. I'm a doer. Yeah, there's problems in the world, but it ain't my fault, because I do things. Ichibans. Ichibans. So that's how it goes. If you do happen to live in North America, you pick up the telephone. You get involved a little bit. You say to yourself, hey, I've seen sports. I have an Ichiban. I've seen the news. i got an Ichiban. I got a little bit of gossip. I got an Ichiban. in Jersey. What do you say there, buddy? That's my pal. Ronnie, mm-hmm. the good Christian, Chris Stanley came through for us. God does love us. God does love us. At least he hasn't woke up yet, which means uh, well, uh, over there in Ohio the other night, uh, I didn't see a lot happening from Ohio. Fuck the machine! Fuck the machine! Sorry about uh, that. I think there's a new big red machine and it's in uh, Park in Philadelphia. Oh, don't get don't oh, don't no. get too exact. Don't let the Lord uh, oh, just. Oh yeah. Are we getting a parade route ready? No. I'll tell you if this thing keeps going on like this. Next to Kate Smith, there there may be a Chris Stanley statue. What a oh, lucky little good luck charm that little Catholic boy is.
Hey, Bill in Boston, what's your Ichiban today? No one gives a shit about our Italian hero, Christopher Columbus. Everyone's working today. You know what else is very weird? I came walking in here today and I had to cross Fifth Avenue where they uh, had the Christopher Columbus Day Parade. Uh, and it is the most sparsely attended parade out of all the ethnic parades in New York City. Uh, the Dominican yeah. Republic runs a bigger parade than these people. It's sad. It's Much sad. Bigger, actually. And it all comes uh, the fact that the guy had gonorrhea. The man had gonorrhea. So? That shit cleared up? Well, uh, I guess he spread it out and gave it out to so many uh, Indians... <laughs> That What's he, their problem? He, well, it turned out to be, <laughs> since they had nothing to fight it with. <laughs> Indians weren't very big on penicillin or really any other kind of uh, medicine besides rub some dirt on it and walk it off. The Indians came up with that, which tough. was a great one. Yeah, the New Age uh, people always try to tell you, here's what the Indians did. And I'm like, I know, but they lived to, to about 28. <laughs> they didn't make it very far. Kurt Cobain would have died of natural causes if he was an Indian. Uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, Todd, Pittsburgh, you're on the Ron Fez Show. How you doing, Ron? Uh, rescue efforts have reached the trapped Chilean miners, thus closing the world's most exclusive gay club. All right. Uh, now, this is the other thing that kind of bugs me off. Uh, the Chilean and Chile, or it's Chile. I've been calling it chili my whole life. Hell yeah. And it's right up there with Uranus, where they just take words that we always used and fucking t twist them. Why don't we just stay with the phrase, the pace? I guess we've never call called anybody by their correct names. No, we fuck things up a lot, but whatever. You make Some... a mistake, you stick with it. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> true. That's exactly <laughs> true. And if we had any sense at all, we'd change the name from the United States to Hillbilly. Well, we're just uh, just hillbilly. All right. Uh, because all these years, I guess we used the wrong stuff. Now, the um, the the really fucking strange uh, gimmick, too, that takes place out there is that they're paying attention to these people that they would never be paying attention to. Mm -hmm. You know, you go down there, and, first of all, how many Americans even, could even find chili? <laughs> but you've got this, and if they were, you know, killed in a landslide, it would last two seconds. If they got gunned down, uh, not even on TV. But the fact, trapped in a cave? God damn it, this is a story, ladies and gentlemen. This is a story. Um, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ for your Ichibans today. Ichibans are, of course, the big story. Uh, let's go over here to our, our friend Mike in Ohio. Hey, Mike. Hey, buddy. Yeah. Uh, Ronnie B., it's a sad day in Philly and a sad day, I believe, in the RBI family. Solomon Burke died over the weekend. Well, we did uh, open the show with a little Solomon Burke, and later on in the show we'll play the interview, the last interview that uh, I did with uh, Solomon Burke. Um, it is a sad day everywhere outside of the gates of heaven where there would have to be much rejoicing that the king has finally come home because Solomon Burke was such a believer uh, that if Solomon Burke isn't in heaven uh, then we ain't got one folks it's that simple uh, one of the really great soul singers of all time and completely kind of missed 
during his prime where radio didn't pick up on him a lot and he didn't get the same kind of heat as a Marvin Gaye and, you know, fill in the blanks, uh, James Brown. But all the people who love soul music uh, loved uh, Salman Burke. And then later in life, he got even bigger. Uh, and every single way there was to get bigger. But also one of the cool things about him, I think he had something like 20, 20 kids. I think there was 90 great uh, grandchildren. And then 21 great-grandchildren. Shit. And um, Solomon got so big he had to be wheeled around everywhere, and then he would just sit in the throne. Uh, but, you know, we go back to some of these people and why you got to say them why they're still alive. He was absolutely phenomenal. Uh, a phenomenal uh, performer in every single way. Um, and we'll play that RBI a little later on in the uh, show today. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866 866- Ron Zero Fez. Uh, here's our buddy Glenn in Philly. Hey, Glenn, what's up? Hey, it's a good day here in Philly. Other than the Solomon Burke thing, it's, yeah. it, that sucks. But uh, take it this I way: maybe to... he's there to help now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I have an Ichiban. All right, Ichiban. The NLCS moves uh, to Fox, so TBS coverage was so bad. I'm actually looking forward to Joe Buck and Tim McCarver, and I. I, I I've got a little throw up in my mouth just saying that. Yeah, the, uh, I agree with you, but that TBS was just ungodly. Ungodly. Uh, but yeah, maybe Solomon Burke will be hel- helping from heaven. At least distracting the Lord with uh, a lot of big songs. Solomon Burke, um, and you were here the day he was here, right? Yep. They wheeled him in as we were playing the <laughs> opening song. He and I were talking about Philadelphia. Uh, he's asking me how much I got back and all. We got to talking about cheesesteaks. And he actually said this to me. Last night I had a cheesesteak so good. I ate it in the car. I didn't even say, don't even pull out of here. I'm not taking it home. Sit right here and eat it in the car. He was the sweetest, sweetest guy and a phenomenal, phenomenal singer. Uh, literally, you don't get any better than Solomon Burke. Um, Dave in Indiana, you're in Montefest. Yeah, man. Uh, fantasy football team just got blown to hell. It looks like Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers from the pack, is uh, going to miss the game next week. He's got a concussion, and he's uh, pissing blood. Um, Aaron Rodgers, I think in our league, the blowhard has yes. him. Man, the blowhard had me by something like 65, 70 points. Uh, <laughs> and I'm like, well, this is unfucking bearable. And then we got into... The San Diego Oakland game. Oh God, that I, train wreck! I, I had both I had <laughs> guys on both sides, and end up scoring like eighty some points in it, awesome. and beating Blowhard. I despise, despise fantasy football, and the hate that it gets me. Yeah. I finally took Matt Forte out, oh, and no. he scores thirty five. Yeah, I took out. I benched Ray Rice, scored thirty. I should have this in the bag, but uh, Rustin isn't within striking distance of me, and I'm just depressed. And it angry. is the most annoying thing you could <laughs> ever do with a Sunday. I don't know why we got into it. And then I, I actually yelled out my window, anyone but blowhard. Why do I have to <laughs> lose to a guy who brags? And then all of a sudden, I'm just, there's a, fl- I don't know what had to, what had blowhard had to put up with during that game, because my points were just flooding in. Just going crazy. Love it. Congratulations. Oh, God. How I uh, despise. Uh, how I despise 
that fantasy. Yeah, it makes everything harder. It does. It makes the world a harder place. Uh, Garth, Garth, you're on the Ron and Fez show. You got an Ichiban for us today. Yes, sir. Uh, Mr. James Norton made a pretty good debut on Board to Death last night. Uh, here's my only thing. And you know, I'm a Board to Death guy, right? Yes, Could sir. not watch it last night. Because I got the eggs on one oh, channel, oh God, yeah. I got the fills on the other channel, so uh, I did not see Eastbound and Downward Bored to Death, but I promised to uh, get to that. But funny show? Yeah, yeah, so. you, you'll love it. I won't spoil it for you, but Thanks. Uh, uh, let's just say that Ted Danson uh, was hilarious as well. <laughs> well, he always is. It's a really great show, and uh, Jonathan Ames, who is the writer, wrote that part for yeah. Jimmy. He's a Jimmy fan, so uh, which is... Amazing to me, uh, and wrote this up. So I've been dying to see it, uh, but then I got a full, you know, the perfect storm of Philadelphia sports. I want them both. I want them both. Am I dreaming? Did the plane crash and I didn't know it and I'm in heaven right now? So uh, I could not get to it. Uh, and then not only that, but I've been on this weird sleeping schedule and I kept finding myself fighting sleep and nodding oh, off shit. during both games. Uh, uh, I'm telling you, Hex, you have no idea what it's like to be me. Well, it's okay. You get to watch Border Death and Eastbound tonight. That is like very a, good. Yeah, it is an exciting thing, and I've got some uh, nice Jewish deli. Oh. And I can I can turn it into an anti-Octoberfest. Good. I really can. Bear now. Bam! But it, it's a phenomenal show. I'm very, very happy for Jimmy that well, I'm amazed that Jonathan Ames would say, I, uh, I've got my eye on this guy and I want to write up this part for him. That's fantastic. It was really good last night. Um, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. You loved it? I loved it. It was really awesome. I, I actually got to saw it live on a television instead of a computer screen last How night. How did you pull that off? You had a friend's house? Yeah. It's <laughs> like, so, hey, you got HBO. This is nuts. I can't imagine uh, what your friends are like. Oh, it was a, it was a divey spot, sure. I can't imagine. <laughs> I found a bottle of uh, Bacardi Limon on the ground, had a couple sips. What was the uh, the first um, Hell's Angels book that Hunter Thompson did? I had the feeling Tiny would be your friend. <laughs> now, I know not everybody goes around and goes, let me have the Hunter Thompson book from 65. I know that doesn't always happen. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Blahard, Blahard, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Sundays will never be the same. Uh, it's terrible, Blowhard. And I, I feel for you because you had the game locked up. And not even that, but I had four starters. I had a bench because of injury or bye week. So I'm having mm -hmm. a fire sale. And now with my quarterback going out, guess who's coming in next week, I guess? The guy I want to trade, Joe Flacco. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I offer them everybody. I'll offer you, Pepper, Joe Flacco and a case of Budweiser. I mean, come on. Give me I had... Um, You'll get Carson Palmer. I had... <laughs> I had three different teams going with me for uh, uh, the, the rapist, the date rapist, and I finally made the deal, <laughs> not in enough time for me to play uh, Blahard. Yeah, but, I saw the deal you made, and again, Rustin's like, you know, giving you the bank. It's like No, like, I don't think so. As a matter of fact, even if that deal went through... You're getting the best fantasy player, though. You're getting, uh, you're getting Adrian Peterson. Well, uh, yeah, but I gave, him, uh, you know, I gave him three for two, and now he's got a, a quarterback who I believe is going to dominate... I may even talk to Rustin and try to redo that deal. Okay. I'm furious. New structure? Yeah. There's, I need something else for that. Maybe involve yeah. a third team. But, you Blowhard, know. you should have made the deal. Now you could have had Roethlisberger uh, that Aaron Rodgers is out for the next six, 
Six seasons. Yeah, it's awful because during the draft, I mean, everybody rated Roethlisberger. I mean, not Roethlisberger. Um, Aaron Rodgers, like the number two quarterback. He was the guy the I wanted because last year yeah. he dominated our exactly. league. Exactly. And this year, because they don't have a running game, because the Packers aren't going out and getting a running back to put, they're just, they're, they're stifling. Blowhard, I was, I was in this conversation yesterday. I would go so far to say, in the NFL, we got what, 32 teams? Mm-hmm. We don't have a great team. Oh, fuck no. There is no, not a great team in the NFL. <laughs> and it reflects the, the it, our league reflects the NFL. It's just mediocrity every week. Right. Wow. Uh, we so don't have a great, parody. we don't I have a, 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 a runaway fucking team in our I whole got, league. I got receivers that have no quarterbacks. I got, I got <laughs> Gerald. Who's it's terrible. I, they got a quarterback. I never heard of something like an accountant coming into play. And then I got Steve Smith from Carolina who's injured. I mean, McFadden went out for the Raiders, and then Clinton Portis is gone. You know what? The only thing good about fantasy football is maybe it'll have you take it a little easier on general managers (laughs) that you know now. I'll tell you, that is so true. (laughs) That is an impossible task. Now that now that you decimated me uh, last night with my team of scrubs, I, I can really actually sit back and enjoy the game tonight without any worries and without worrying. Like like the way you're supposed to watch football, like it's enjoyment. You came oh. on like the Terminator in those 4 o'clock games. I, I put the scoreboard on and I said, holy shit. I'm not even kidding you. I got 80-plus out of one game. That's crazy. I thought crazy. Philip Rivers was going to have That's 900 totally passing yards up. yesterday. I, I could not believe what I was watching. And then I got his wide receiver, so I'm doubling oh, yeah, down. Yeah. It's just insane. I got that with Roman yeah. Miles Austin. Yeah. Best. Amazing. So uh, I, got, I think I got Pepper next week. So What's up? I'm not rolling over, but I mean, I'm going to have to do something drastic. So We I, are I'm a league to... of three and twos and two and threes. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I think uh, Watley could be four and one after tonight and be the shining fucking wow. example of our league. It's, and, and even his star player. What happened to Peyton Manning yesterday? The guy couldn't. I like watched. The the, was, I watched most of that game. They. He's a pod person. He's yeah. not Peyton Manning anymore. I know. What was that? I don't know, but he looked scared. I, I've never seen him in my entire life watch it, him be so awful. It actually looked like Watley's been in his ear trying to talk to him a little bit. <laughs> like, I'm worried you're going to throw an interception. Peyton looked like he did not want to be there. I mean, it was such such a boring game, and you're waiting for the long play. This guy was like clockwork. Every time you watch him, the timing is there. Yesterday, it was like... I don't know. It was just like, was he like the missing Peyton, the, the missing Manning brother who they well, suited up? Here's the thing. These assholes have gotten what they want, parody, and it sucks. It does. It sucks. But what do you think about tonight's game? you have any opinion on it? What do you think? Well, all I know is this. I'm still in the Elimination League. Oh, shit. Uh, thanks to my system. All right. Because I took the Jaguars. <laughs> That's fucking dangerous. <laughs> Holy shit. Dude, I took the Jaguars and sat back. We were down like, I forget, it was like 12 nothing. I was going... Don't worry about it. <laughs> the system. I I might run the system. The well, the problem with my system is occasionally other people are going to play them again. Yeah, and I feel yeah, bad because Greg from I, Buffalo yeah. has figured out my system <laughs> and he's heard about it. I got knocked out last week in that. I just like an asshole. I, I went against the Jaguars and I took the Colts in that upset at at Jacksonville and I. I'm thinking Colts on the road, division game. What was I thinking? But uh, it's God ins- bless you. You're still alive. That, that's yeah, crazy. it's tough to do. And I'm really doing good in the other bowl, the uh, the pigskin pick'em. Oh, I had a gigantic. Go there. Really? I think I had three yesterday. Uh, how many people we have in the pigskin pick'em? Uh, I think there's uh, over 2,000 in the pick'em. All right, look at top 20. See what you're coming up with here. Are you in it? Yeah, I'm, I, I moved up. I, I had some kind of crazy fucking game yesterday. I haven't even seen it myself. Somebody wrote to me about it. 
I'm going to change my name and settings because I had I think I had three yesterday or maybe two. You can't even do that on purpose if you try. No, that's the funny thing about it is that you could easily just take your picks, go in the other direction, and end up pretty much the same place. Yeah, it's, it, it, this football season, it's just it's just not good. You've got to rest on Sundays, enjoy the game, and that's why I'm looking forward to tonight. I just want to see them just take this old man out. Holy shit, you're 16th. I've moved up to 16th. That's crazy. Yeah. Out, of, out of 2,000. Out of 2,000, and Damn. I was uh, way back, you know, I was, well, not way back, I was like, in the top 25%, it was like four uh-huh. or 500. <laughs> and then somehow I, I become a top 20 star. Uh, uh, that, that's amazing. That's, that, that's 16th great. place. So I'm saying that ends it. We're done. <laughs> We're not moving on. Hold on, Blower. And here's uh, uh, John from Sports uh, Grumblings wants to talk a little fantasy football with us. Hey, John, how you doing, buddy? Hey, John. Um, hey, guys. I'm doing fine. But listen, Ronnie, the most important question. How many people have converted to Jesus because of fantasy football? Uh, it's first of all, I'm I, to me. I go in the opposite direction. I'm like, there can't be a God because why would Matt Forte just suddenly, after three shit to bed weeks, uh, um, just it's, it's insane for me. Possible, and I yeah, will yeah. fucking as of right now trade Brad Ochocinco for a bag of fucking donuts. <laughs> Anybody in the league. That wants to take this nightmare off my hands has got it. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, he runs hot and cold every season, but the guy that's impressing me is uh, T.O. I know, Blowhard has him and tried yeah, to get rid of him. But then again, oh, yeah. you know, it's going to be another interesting game because you don't know what you're going to expect from Carlson Palmer. This was once a guy who had passed for 400 yards. What is going on with this guy? He what has happened to the league, John? It's he had that knee injury. He was never the same. Yeah. It, just, it just seems that way. And, and then I'm stuck with the Oakland situation. I got a... Uh, you know, I got I got what McFadden, and he was lights out. This guy, and now he's injured, and now you got Bush in the backfield. So now they're going to split it. I got Steve Smith with no quarterback and a high ankle sprain. I got John. He acts like he's the only one with with problems. Yeah, come on, seriously, I we're all in the same boat. My quarterback, my quarterback. He's I know. Concussion. This guy. This guy should be giving me fifty points a week. John, too yeah. bad. Can the league step in and stop fantasy football and get rid of it? No, I don't think they can do that because they make they make way too much money off of fantasy football. Hey, John, I got to ask you a question. I was amazed by something I was reading. They said that a lot of the NFL players themselves play in fantasy leagues. Yes, they do, and the reason they're allowed to do that is because of the recent a lot of state rulings that say fantasy football is not gambling. That's amazing. They're, yeah, therefore what? they're allowed to compete, and uh, most of them draft themselves, so there's no conflict of interest. Like I know, uh, what if example, you trade it yourself? <laughs> well, you just yeah. got up and go. I got the shits today. I'm getting rid of me. Yourself on waivers. I mean, Jesus, it's like it's amazing yeah. how they can do that. Yeah, it's amazing. Actually, right there at Sirius, we've got Maurice Jones-Drew with his own fantasy show. He does an hour every week, and uh, every week it's hilarious. It's like, yeah, I pick myself to do very well this week. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's hilarious, but it's uh, pretty good. Hey, Blowhard, I haven't heard you call my show yet. Well, I don't even know. When are you on? Because I put it on this morning, and the Roto-Wire guy, yeah. and he has a doorbell. I, I don't know for a few minutes, and I'm like... And then, and then they were playing The Clash as a rejoiner, and the guy says, I hate New Wave. Oh, I geez. hate what the fuck? And I'm like, this is like not even college radio. This is some guy in a basement drunk on a ham uh, radio. Hey, it's John's gig, Blowhard. Let no, him no, enjoy. Not, not John's show. The station. They just have uh, like a show every hour or two. Blowhard, make sure you call John Saturday night, all right? Saturday night, what time? Uh, 8 to 11. Catch us for the hour before special delivery. 
Well, I, I basically um, am looking forward to Dr. Steve this weekend, who's going to be doing a live show. That should be amazing. But I will definitely well, check you I, out. Are, are we still even doing that show? For, because what I understand is Dr. Steve doesn't have a license. <laughs> he doesn't have a license oh. to practice medicine. Well, that's a Tennessee thing anyway. So, Ugh. And I was hoping to get my colon checked. Yeah, well, I was, I was going to come that, in. Just... There's fucking Chilean miners in that thing. <laughs> you know that. It'd be like the scene in Caligula. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you, either that or the outcue station uh, blowhard, one or the other. Oh! Whoa! Hey, Hello, listen. Oh. You got to get it while you can. Yeah, Janice is right. Hey, any quarterback suggestions? I got Flacco. What should I do? Should I just keep him. Start him, baby. <laughs> No, uh, keep slack. I'll tell you what, the Ravens, you guys were talking, the Ravens are the closest thing to the dominating team in the NFL right now. I think that they're probably the best overall team right now. Great defense, great running game, and Flacco's learning. He's not making any mistakes. Well, He's got a lot it, of good possessions. You say that, but after this week, it may be the Steelers. We might go, all right, all we right. do have a great team. Yeah, and but then, then it, and then the Patriots are going to come back. And who's going to replace Randy Moss and the Patriots? You think it's going to be Kate? Well, are they going to trade for... Uh, <laughs> My guy Steve Steve Smith in Carolina and get him out of that hellhole. No, no, the Patriots they pay for certain positions on their team, wide receivers in one of them. Uh, I think they're going to go back to the old Patriots. Brandon Tate is going to be their deep threat, but he's not going to be good in fantasy. The guys you got to look out for in fantasy are going to be Wes Welker continue to do well. Julian Edelman's going to move over into the slot, and then that tight end uh, rookie tight end they have Aaron Hernandez. Believe it or not, I think he's going to be the guy who they're going to use to stretch the field down the middle. They're looking good at tight end. But what do you think about Marshawn Lynch? Play him or sit him? No, no, you got to play him. They traded for him. He's a first-round caliber. Uh, so the real name out there is going to be Hernandez, the guy that probably nobody has on their team right now, right? Yeah, Aaron Hernandez at tight end. I know somebody who's got him, Ronnie B., somebody who was smart enough to pick him up. <laughs> I, I understand that. Kathleen. But I'm talking about I'm talking to the rest of the world, blowhard. <laughs> I'm saying Kathleen was smart enough to pick him up. Kathleen is our closest thing to having a great team. I don't know. I think they're using. I think people like HTG, who has a great team, and Kathleen. I think they're calling like NASA for help. Neither <laughs> one of them feels uh, good this year either, though. They feel just as they look solid to me. I look at their roster, and it's like wow. They, I know, but I think they're good. both rocking like a three and two, or maybe Kathleen could hit a four and one. Four and one. She could, yeah, yeah. Hey, here's a long shot at quarterback. The, the Cleveland Browns are down to their rookie third-round pick, Colt McCoy. Now, yeah, but he's from Texas. He's got he's he's, he's a creep. He's just he, he's he's weak-armed and everything. But he's one of those quarterbacks that just knows how to win, like a Chad Pennington. He's not impressive, but you know he. he I think Look, he lost let's face it. Game. The best thing about that kid is his name. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, Colt McCoy is like, <laughs> if you're in like third grade and you're reading some kind of fantasy book about some kid. The guy's name would be Colt McCoy. No, I look at Colt McCoy, on. I just see Jimmy Clausen. All right, uh, here come. Thanks, boys. I appreciate it. All right, good. Here, uh, here comes Rustin in. And Gary in Vegas has a question for you, Rustin. Uh -oh. Rustin, of course, is America's shiny new intern. Uh, Gary, what do you got, pal? Hey, um, just got curiosity. How about that state of Texas yesterday after the NFL performance? Are, are they burning it down yet? Yeah, what the hell is going on there? This is this. The last two weeks in Texas sports have been fucking embarrassing. And then after the Rangers shitting the bed and giving up two games, oh my god, it's I can't even watch sports anymore. You know how tough it is to fucking win two, to win two games uh, at their house, Jesus. then come back home and drop three. That would be one of the most embarrassing things 
in fucking life. And that game three, beauty. we were up in like the, the eighth inning, and they fucking came back and scored like six runs. Almost yeah. had a heart attack in my house. Well, I, I, you know, that Tampa team is the dangerous fucking uh, crew. Tonight. Hey, Ronnie. Da dangerous crew. Right. Yeah. The, um, you know why Blowhard's having his problems in what? fantasy football? Why is that? That little karma coming back to bite him in the ass in the Flacco for MJD trade. Oh, oh yeah. Exactly. I didn't even think about that. Karma coming back a visit. Boy, he really is. Uh, and I don't want to say he's a horrible person. Oh, no. <laughs> he that. is a guy who just doesn't stop wheeling and dealing in the fantasy football. While we're working, yeah. he's making moves. While we're sleeping, he's fucking reading information that's coming in. All he cares about is getting over in this fucking goddamn fantasy league. That's why they wrote that song about him. I don't. Do I have it on mine or do you have it? Blowhard, 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 fucking blowhard, fucking blowhard, fucking blowhard, fucking blowhard. You are boring, boring blowhard. Why are we in a thing with you, fucking blowhard? Blowhard, 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 fucking blowhard, 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 fucking blowhard, fucking blowhard. Fucking blue hard. The only caller with his own song. Even Rustin, you don't have your own song yet. No, not yet. I'm hoping to get one pretty soon, though. I don't know. I'm doubting. <laughs> well, I've got a new starting quarterback starting uh, after this trade goes through, so Blowhard, I'm not come even at me sure. for some fucking trades. See, I'm <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't that be funny? We just moved Roethlisberger all around the league. <laughs> he ends up playing everywhere. And you got the great Jason Witten as part of that fucking deal. I did. I'm very excited about that one. And then the, the other guy I traded, uh, fuck, now I want him back. Um, Steve Jackson. Yeah, he had a fucking great weekend. He so did. He did. And now I've got fucking Tiny Dick Brett Favre and Eli Manning sitting on my bench. I don't know what to do with them. Yeah, what did you have? just have so many fucking quarterbacks? You had like four quarterbacks. Well, there was a four-week stint where I should have dropped Brett Favre, where right. he's putting you up just two refused. points. I just I had to keep him. I can't, I'm not going to put him on the waivers. It's ridiculous. He doesn't deserve to be there. Hey, it's Brett. <laughs> if anybody's ready to party, let me know. I want to meet you over here. I'm going to send you two pictures of my asshole. Try to guess which one was before I shit, all right? <laughs> Call me back. You got my digits. Chilling. Uh, hey, thought you know I might want to come over here and chill and watch me come in a shot glass. Bottoms up, right? How come you never call me back, girl? Number four. I'm a Hall of Fame man. Um, and this thing won't go away on him either. How embarrassing is that going to be if his consecutive game streak gets broken because he was sending out dick pictures. That's hilarious. It, it actually was kind of great because it's the only way they could take me down. All right. Like he broke his thumb. His dad had cancer. Like he was still playing. It just didn't matter what happened to him. And then he, there was, he had the best game of his life. Over on the sidelines was his dad's coffin because after the game, Brett was asking a couple linemen to help him put it in the back of the truck and take it. He still played. I... Stop sitting on my dad's box. Uh, go deep. I'm going to sling it. I'm going to sling his shit deep. Brett Fowler. You guys not hunt? You guys not hunt? Let me know. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, Mike in SC. You're on the Run of Fez show. What's up, boys? Yeah. Got you, Ichiban. 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 
South Carolina Gamecocks beat down Bama. It's uh, another thing where you don't even want to gamble on college football anymore. Your fucking Texas team is retarded. Yeah. Uh, Fez's Gators team, retarded. It's, I watched some of that. The college football is almost as bad as NFL football uh, this year. I mean, it's, fuck, it's everybody sucks. F- football is the most hateable game we have. So true. Who's the number one team in the country right now? Uh, I think it's actually, was I think Boise State was up there, and then... Um... Please, enough with the Boise State. <laughs> Alright, uh, new thing here, Fez Watley's going to talk a little NCAA with us. Uh, Fez, are you keeping up with the NCAA this year? Yeah. By the way, welcome to the program today. How are you feeling? I'm doing okay, thank you. Well, then why are you wait 37? Yeah, I, I really shouldn't have. Maybe I'm not as okay as I think I am. But Where were you during the first 37? I was, I was over in the booth. How are things over there? Uh, pretty boothy. So, um... Yeah, it's uh, Ohio State. Of course, they 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 struggle against teams that you know they really shouldn't struggle against. They're number one now mm-hmm. because of Alabama losing, and then you have Boise State, who is not going to play anyone the rest of the year. And they could have only lost the first game. Right, that was it against Virginia Tech, and now they were and in their blue field will basically you know be walking into a national championship game after I think this weekend they I think they beat Toledo. Kick the shit out of Toledo, though. Give him credit for that. Yeah. Beat the fuck out of Toledo. And the old ball coach, I guess, is back with the Gamecocks. But in the meantime, Fez <laughs> and seven other guys could probably put up a decent game against Toledo. So, with that, with the Gamecocks, that SEC East is wide open. They'll probably be well, facing Alabama again. But really, who cares about the East and the Big Ten and all that? really just comes down to the end of the season anyway, right? Right. I mean, do teams really brag about winning the East if, you know, they, get not, they end up in some shitty bowl game anyway? I wouldn't even be celebrating that. Yeah, so I guess Oregon may be the only chance of it not being Boise State. When do the they end. play them? Um, no, they're, uh, they're not going to play each other, but if Boise State somehow, if Oregon can keep going and Ohio State keeps going, we may have like a Rose Bowl National Championship type game, Big well, Ten against Pac-10. So you said that Oregon would leap over Boise State, even if Boise State stays undefeated. Right, yeah. Okay. All right, now I get you. I didn't understand where that was coming from. So if Oregon keeps winning, there's a chance that the voters would say, fuck Boise State. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And then at the end of the year, you'll be like, but we are undefeated. Why aren't we the champions? Unless because the, the NCAA blows. Boise still has to beat Nevada, who's ranked 19 right now. They have to beat them at the end of the season. Right, so but let's suppose over. you were the number one uh, NFL team playing the number 19 seeded NFL team. That would be a fucking lock. For some reason, we just get excited when someone's even ranked in college football. You know, if you're just saying this is a top 20 team, like we're supposed to celebrate that, if you're the top 20 team in the NFL, you blow. So I can't get too fired up over this. Uh, but your Notre Dame had a big win, Fizz. Notre Dame, yeah, putting together two big wins in a row now. Mm. So uh, basically, I think back to 500 ball or, now, or close to it. During your hideous Buccaneers game yesterday, I had that game on. So I'm like, I see another fumble. I said, I'm going to call Fez and bust his balls. I call on a Sunday, no answer. So I say to myself, Really? Uh Uh-oh, is somebody at a sports bar in Chelsea? 
So somebody was at a sports bar. And, and somebody was at a sports bar for some of the games. And then somebody also went back to someone's apartment that they had met. Whoa! With some friends to oh. watch some baseball. Gang rape? No, there was no gang rape involved. Um, anybody try to rape you? No, no one tried to rape me. Everyone was being respectful and friendly. You gotta get... But not too friendly. You, uh... Well, you need to do something about the hair. And get one of those for men things, whatever it is. You run some of the black through there. It keeps you salt and pepper, but not completely white. Oh, the Just for Men, yeah. And that is you. You were wearing a Just for Men (laughs) t-shirt. So that was a big deal for you yesterday, huh? That was a very big deal for me. Were you nervous with the... I was scared to death. Mm -hmm. And I thought, no, just that's fear talking. Just go and, you know, everyone seems friendly enough. There's more than one person there. I don't... That's the worst, dude. Oh, yeah. I thought if it was one-on-one, on one, I would be more nervous. Didn't you see what happened when that kid in the Bronx oh, yeah. went up there? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Awful. It's a health party. They just fucking thick. table fucked him to death. Um, why don't you just text an address to me so, you know, if I don't hear from me in a while, I'll know when it'll go fucking busting in there like a maniac. Oh, that's a good idea, yeah. Oh, was the apartment more grown up than yours? Totally. Mm -hmm. And uh, just immaculate. And I'm like, I am, even though my apartment is clean, I'm like, I'm still not as clean as this person. Right. So that's what you pay attention to, the cleanliness. Yeah. Just the spotless floors. If they think your apartment's uh, hideous, where do they see your underwear? Oh, that's not good. Um... But that was a big move for you, huh? That was so a gigantic what, move. What made you make uh, the head down there? I'm um, very surprised. And I'm, I'm actually, can I say this? I was very happy. It was like big, uh, the, the big Will Hunting or whatever that fucking show yeah. is, where he shows up and Matt Damon isn't there and he's got the coffee. That's how <laughs> I felt. I felt like I had the coffee for Fez and he was missing. Just nod. And I go like this. Fez isn't at his apartment. And everybody went. Whoa! Well, it started with I. I noticed they were also watching the uh, Bengals Bucks game. Well, what got you out of the apartment yesterday? Um, just the fact. First of all, Mikey Boy uh, checked in with me uh-huh. to go to Comic Con. So I. Whoa! So I went there with him and his little girls and Ew. just. Oh God. And just pretended that we had adopted, and we were just walking around as a family. And then I decided, since I was over on the west side anyway, I would go to the uh, I would go to the sports bar, and then ended up buying a pitcher for these people that were cheering for the Bengals. Ooh, you know, I figured, all right, this is a good. I'm not going over bragging because it looked like the Bucks weren't weren't going to win this game. I'm sorry, I haven't. I I stopped paying attention a while ago. Something about last I heard, Mikey Boy's kids, and you adopt it. No, that was le- that was earlier on. Okay. So and then, and then so then after you know I was uh, just hanging with these folks, I decided yeah I got invited and I figured it was around the corner. And I figured I'd go. Oh, that's great. Well, I'm glad to hear it, buddy. So you saw them watching the game, and you went over and you made friends. Yeah, yeah. One one was in a you know an Ocho Cinco jersey, so I figured all right I can I can approach. Why? Because the Bucks were behind at that point. It wasn't like I was going over there intruding. So I bought them a oh, picture. great logic. Huh? So, um, 
when you ended up at the pad, right? Uh-huh. Everybody's passing around poppers. They're doing crystal meth. Obviously. Um, no, none of that happened. Well, it was just baseball, and I don't even watch baseball, and I'm just sitting there watching the Braves. Well, does anybody know the rules there, though? Did they know th- baseball? No, I don't. I don't think so. One guy was a big Braves fan. So one guy. One person, there, one person there was a Braves fan. So of yeah. course, I just became a Braves fan too. Well, your brother's a big Braves fan. Everybody who grew up in the South likes the Braves, so it was perfect for you. Yeah, it, it worked out well. But you thought I'll just copy off this other person? I'll just yeah, I'll just start matching people here. Mm. Oh, good. Let them know that you're someone different than who you truly are. That's the way to make friends. Um, oh, Eddie Trunk wants to do a little call in this week to uh, plug that metal show. So uh, there's a reason they call me the Kingmaker. Uh, I'm going to tell him that you're going to contact him and set up a time. All right. Will do. It's so sweet that he says, can I call? First of all, I let strangers call, Eddie. And you're Eddie Trunk. You could call me anytime you want. That fucking buddy of yours, Hard Rock Johnny, calls me anytime that he fucking sees a new pair of goddamn disco shoes. We just got the disco shoes of Gloria Stefan. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Um, here's uh, Dave. Dave, in North Carolina, you're on my fez. Hey, I was wondering if Fezzi used the story of how he turned off the TV for Ocho Cinco. uh, Oh, that would have been perfect for your new Ocho pal. Um, I talked about how Ocho Cinco and, um, of course, uh, T.O. had been in the studio and everything. Right, but did you tell him how you turned off the TV when he was watching himself on TV? I didn't tell the TV story. Can I tell you something? That would have been a perfect story. You think so? Mm Mm-hmm. And you could have went, one time I... uh, um, Turned off the TV while Ocho was watching. And then what do you think he would have said? Um, He would have said, and what happened? Then you say, just shut up and blow me. Yeah. Shut up and blow me. <laughs> um, Here's uh, Nick and Sandog. Nick, you're on my face. What's going on, buddies? Yeah. Uh, hey, Fezzi, I just want to know if you had a drink at the sports bar, man. Did you loosen up and bust some balls and shit? Or did you have a drink? Scared? Yeah, actually I did. It was like the first time drinking since um, the third heart attack. But I just really got into the spirit. I was saying yes to everything. Everything? Not no. everything. Well, did... uh, the questions that were asked. Mm. Not every question was p- uh, put out there. So how many people were there all together? It was uh, four of us. Mm, of us. Right. So perfect for, you know, if anybody wanted to head in different directions. Were you thinking that might happen? I didn't know what was going to happen. Right. I mean, I wasn't on the couch. I was in a separate chair. Okay, I don't even know what that means. Well, I, I mean, I wasn't sitting, I, you know, I was kind of I, I kind of separated any, myself. There wasn't any, like, I wasn't close enough to the couch to real, for anything to Why do you do this? Wander first of all, move around. First of all... I'm very proud of you, Spaz, uh, and that's why I'm going to bring out the cooler full of candy that we could all start eating. <laughs> spaz, you did it! You did it, Spaz! You held our hand in the dark. Yeah. Um, you come into a place like that, right? Very calmly, hang the pants up. Just hang them up. Just take my pants off and hang them up at the door? Right. And yell out, I'm here for business. Uh, well, this is a very uh, shocking story. 
And did they, were they uh, curious about you and what you're up to? Did you? Um, I didn't, I tried to keep it. I didn't want to just all of a sudden just start laying down the Fez Watley story. Okay. I so thought maybe keep it at sports for a while. You right. know, we watch football. We're going to watch baseball. Just try to, you know, try to have some fun. The great thing is you are a sports nut, so you uh, fit in perfectly there. Did you bring up your fantasy team? Yes. Did you go like this? I got another fantasy. No, I missed that in. I missed that uh, well, that segue there, that you, transition. You did very, very good. Uh, he, uh, because here's your first day out, and you did something you were afraid of. I'm oh, very yeah. proud of you. Yeah, I went to very I went three different places yesterday. Let's not act like you're retarded, <laughs> all right? You're a full-grown adult male. I drank too much, though. I know that much. See, you don't want to do that. That's when you might be saying some, you know. Right, that's when I, I, it was like later on I was like, all right, what all did I say? You know what I mean? Oh, I got right. You don't want to drink to oh, blackout. Boy. Yeah, I got a, I got I yeah, it was too much drinking. That was the one regret from yesterday. All right. You get some digits. Yes, and Whoa! people got my digits. <laughs> Where'd you call on the way home? <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> Try not to obsess here. <laughs> Try not you to fire are... off texts and emails immediately. You are going to change the world now. Your whole life has changed. Uh, Marshall in Texas. Hey, what's up, buddies? Hey. Yeah, Fuzzy, I just want to say, I know you hate this kind of thing, but man, I am so proud of you, and I really do think uh, the beast is loose, man. I don't think there's any going back now. I don't know. Did you take the beast out at all? No, the beast stayed in. But for you, you're thinking of easing in, or have you zeroed in? No, easing in. Okay. Easing in. Because, you know, there was like, I don't even know if there was like one person in particular that, you know, that I would zero in on. Right. It was more of like, wow, this is kind of cool. Just hanging in a group here hmm. for right now. All right. Um, Anthony in New Jersey, you're a manifest. Yeah. Hey, Fez, when you got home, was your inner voice all pissed off at you for going out and, and not listening to him? Uh, no, no. I mean, fear was saying, you know, trying to get me to be nervous about going home, but I, I stuck around. So, inner I, voice on your side, fear is still against you. Right, yeah. Which we worked on the other day, and we found out that maybe your inner voice isn't so bad for you. Yep, where inner voice may be just yelling at fear, not at me after all. Interesting. Very, very interesting. When inner voice is calling someone a stupid idiot and a maniac and... And if you, if you looked at the stuff that Fear was saying, it was crazy shit. Mm -hmm. Seriously crazy stuff. Uh, Peter, and Mash, you're on run of Fez. Congratulations, Fez. I'm really happy for you. Thank you. Uh, I just want to ask you, did you start to freak out when the sun was going down, or did you just totally forget Ooh, about it? Ooh, interesting. How'd you do with sundowners? Um, sun was going down while I was still in the bar. Oh, Jesus. So it was a little easier to get to, since I was with people, it was a little easier to get to their apartment because I was with people. Oh, oh trust me. I was thinking the whole walk down the sidewalk, I, I'm not doing this. I'm going back. I'm just going to 
say I'm going to head home. If you ever get, I'm pretty tired. Just say this. Oh, uh oh, I think I shot myself again. I better get out of here. That's going to help. Just go like this. I don't want to drag my shit all through your apartment. Why don't I call you later, Gator? You know, that way they know. a cab at that point. Um, Charlie in Jersey, you're on running Fez. Ronnie, let me first say I am so happy for Fez. This we is all major, are. And, you know, this is really good news. No fooling. But is this all because the golden orphan prayed to the Lord? I mean, are, are we looking at a brand new moment in Ron and Fez just because Chris Stanley opened his eyes to the Lord? Praise Jesus! Um, Chris Stanley has turned the world around. Unfortunately, his prayers killed a minister, Solomon Burke. Um, and Fez, I don't know where you've been keeping up with the Solomon Burke story. And you met him when he was in here, right? Right, yeah. Uh, he died, one of the things that you worry about, mid-flight. Yeah, yeah, actually, like an international flight, I think, too. Um, I don't know how they got him off that plane. I mean, I don't know how they get him off the plane on the best circumstances. But dead weight would be just unbearable. A little later on in the show, we're going to play Salman Burke. Uh, Yeah, that cheesesteak was so good, Ronnie. I did not get out of the car. And then I said to myself, "Mm, maybe I should have got some tasty cakes. And I set my 20 children back in there. What did they bring back to me? A box of tasty cakes. It's so, it's wonderful to be here with you, my friend. You mean the world to me. What? Why? (laughs) (laughs) You're from Philly, I guess? (laughs) He's, the love that man has in his heart is unbelievable. He's the, maybe the sweetest man I've ever met. And while I was interviewing him, his wife had two more kids right there on the floor in front of me. They just came dropping out. It's a wonderful thing to have you here, too. I want you to, to come on stage and do a duet with me because I love you that much. Um, well, Fez Watley stuns the world. So was Mikey Boy with you, or did he find somebody and kind of pair off with himself? Way to go, Mikey Boy. I had left Mikey Boy at the Comic-Con. Oh, God forbid we had a funny bit going making fun of Mikey Boy. Um, how big is his uh, little girls now? I haven't seen them in a while. Uh, baby love is in kindergarten. Jesus Christ. Which is crazy. And the older one, I believe, is like, uh... Why won't you say her name? Why is it just the older one? Jillian is like seven or eight years old. Did you see anything good at Comic-Con? Not really. I really, it's like, I, I you don't know. You know you say that every year you go to Comic-Con. <laughs> and I go expecting something different. I don't you're know. you're never happy with them. No. It's and- not San Diego, you know. It's New York. It's all those people show up and they got nothing. There's a Batman doll. You could get your picture taken next to. And I didn't even recognize um, most of the autograph people, the people that were there for some. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know who half these people were. And I usually know some of them. They're usually well, some, you know, third stormtrooper from, right. you know, Return well, of the Jedi. Most of the, the rerun people you know have already died of old age. So these are rerun people from the 90s. So it was, uh, there was a guy, I think the biggest one, uh, Bruce Campbell was there. I think that was the biggest name. That's going to be the biggest name wherever he goes in the world. Yeah. Bruce Campbell uh, is the god to those common people. Um, All right, so that was a little disappointing, but then you 
you turned the beat around a little bit, as as they say downtown. Yeah, way to go! I'm proud of you. Decided. Very, very proud. Thank you. Um, I really want to think of something though. When they find your body, how am I going to be able to tell them how I know it's you? Well, I could just go by the tattoos. Sure. Mm. Yeah, I showed off the buccaneer tattoo. Then thought maybe that probably wasn't a smart move. That's pretty. That's fairly retarded. It's a pretty obnoxious <laughs> tattoo, and it's not like there's some sort of power arm that it's attached to as well. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, my buccaneer st- flag actually waves on my arm. All right. Well, you still did good. Let's not get into the details, so we start to cringe and feel embarrassed for you. Oh. Um, now, am I still doing Doctor Steve's show, or after the fact that he was out it? That he does not have a medical license, is the show canceled? I believe it's still going on. I don't know if I want to be here with some fucking backroom doctor, some Tennessee abortionist, yeah. and have the whole thing get busted. Why did we ever take advice from him in the first place? He was just lying to us the entire time. Well, I mean, maybe he's not a real doctor, but oh. he has a white coat. Oh, okay. So that's still pretty it's a, good. It's a plus. <laughs> yeah. That's still, uh, you know... Pretty good. Uh, we got to take a break here, Fezzi. But by the way, you said that you weren't doing good. I think you're doing very good. You're in here. You're telling a story and you're making sense. And um, maybe you're doing better on your medication. So I want to keep this going. Big governor's race in New York City that's been blown wide open. Um, and I know, I mean, none of us have any, you know, we don't have a dog in this fight. But apparently this, uh, what's his name, do you know this? Uh, Paladino. Carl Paladino. Uh, Because we're running uh, in New York, it's uh, last, you know, letter vowel versus last letter vowel. Uh, We got two Goombas running. It's Jersey Shore. It's a Jersey Shore election. Uh, But one of them started to run down the gays and the gay parade, uh, and that's Paladino. Uh, so let's pick up on that. I want you to hear some of this audio. It's fucking hysterical. We'll get into that after the jump. It's the Ron and Fez Show. Ron Bennington. Fez Watley. The Ron and Fez Show. Sirius 197. XM202. Virus. In death, a member of Project Mayhem has a name. His name is Robert Paulson. His name is Robert his name is Robert Paulson. His name is Robert Paulson. His name is Robert Paulson. Yeah, buddies. It's the Ron and Fez show. On Columbus Day. Happy Columbus Day. I don't know, for some reason in elementary school, they used to be just obsessed with Columbus. Oh, hell yeah, they loved it, because it was a great story, because they could teach as well as, like, St. Patrick's Day, what are you going to fucking learn then? I don't know why, but out of all the things in history, they just like, what were the three ships' names? I don't know, what? <laughs> Nina, Pinta, Santa Maria, I mean, they were on it. No, come on, think about it. Three of them. And, you know, Nina and Pinta, you're like, okay, great, they're fucking close to each other. Oh, yeah. But once you get to Santa Maria, you oh, know, no you're fucking starting your early days of cheating. You're like, let me look over. What does ST period mean? State? Um, but they were into it in such a big way when you were a little kid. And then it got dropped in later, they're like, well, 
Columbus didn't even discover America. It was someone else. Yeah, come on. And uh, he was a rapist. <laughs> You're like, what? Why did then? Why did you just constantly make me like learn the rhyme? I don't know. Uh, I still like Christopher Columbus. I still think he discovered America. I don't care about this. I think he discovered Ohio. I think he discovered. uh, uh, And really, I do want to say to everybody in Cincinnati, that was a tough one. I mean, you play 162 games. It's such a long season. And then have the team bat like what 120? Yeah, it was it was awful. Short series and uh, seriously. Uh, and I know it's got to be rough on GVAC, and I'm thinking about you today. Fuck the machine! Fuck the machine! Machine ran into a buzzsaw. All right, Fuzzy, so uh, here, and I want to get your opinion on this, and you know why? Why is that? You're sharp as a tack today, my friend. You were out. You were doing stuff over the weekend. You're coming back in here. You're telling very truthful stories. Every detail is 100% true. You wouldn't even let me do a funny Mikey Boojo. No. That's not how it happened, Your Honor. Mikey Boy stayed, stayed there with his children. I was going to have him go off into a bit where he abandoned him and make him feel good, bad about himself. Uh, so anyway, they're running for um, the governor of New York. And the Republican guy is a Tea Party guy. Uh, and the Tea Party is fastly uh, and very quickly and with great enthusiasm gaining strength in the Republican Party. I've never seen anything like this over the course of my lifetime. It's a very exciting time for the Republicans. And this Tea Party candidate uh, is going hard against the Democrat, and he tries to get people not to vote for the Democrat because the Democrat went to the gay parade and took his children there. So let's just take a listen to the Tea Party's candidate. And what's his name again, Fez? Carl Palladino. Big Carl Palladino, who... Obviously, if you look at those eyes, he's with the dark side of the force. <laughs> he's the one trying to to get uh, Darth Vader born. Uh, but let's listen to him talking uh, about the gay pride parade. We must stop pandering to the pornographers and the perverts who seek to target our children and destroy their lives. I didn't march in a gay parade, parade this year. The gay pride parade this year. My opponent did, and that's not the, te- the example that we should be showing our children, and certainly not in our schools. And don't misquote me as wanting to hurt homosexual uh, people in any way. That would be a dastardly lie. My approach is live and let live. I just think my children and your children will be much better off and much more successful getting married and raising a family. And I don't want them to be brainwashed into thinking that homosexuality is an equally valid or successful option. It isn't. Don't Uh, clap for that. um, Well, that wasn't me. That was the Hasidic Jews that he surrounded with. So that is all that he said. That's the big controversy. Right. That that was it. And how uh, there was also a comment of gays being dysfunctional. Do we have that? That was the that was the uh, audio that was the audio f- uh, that they had they had recorded. Well, wh- well, where did you get the gays uh, are dif- dysfunctional? That was uh, that was in an article that I read about oh, okay. this. All right, so it wasn't tied in with this. It wasn't said the same day. All right, so um, I wanted to ask you, Fed, what do you think of this? I think it's just sickening. It's a- and here's the thing again. It's like 
don't get me wrong. Don't misquote me. Right. Well, where was the part? I thought there was uh, audio of him saying they were in their Speedos rubbing against each other in the gay pride parade. So with this, it's, it's, he says, oh, my policy is live and let live. No, that's not your policy. You said you don't want to hurt any gays as soon as, right after you said they shouldn't be in the schools. This shouldn't have be happening in our schools. So what you want to do is you want to take away the livelihood of any teacher that happens to be gay. How is that not hurting them? How is that live and let live policy? Steve, Long Island, you're on the Good afternoon, gentlemen. Yeah. Paladino came out this morning and said those were prepared remarks from the Hasidic Jews around him. Let's let's be honest. This guy is I, Fez. I agree with you. This man. Well, here's the thing. He was misquoted by himself. Yes, and yes, that's absolutely. a problem. See, oh, I'm yeah. going to go. I'm going to go just the opposite here, and say not only uh, do I think he he you know should have said these things. I really applaud him for saying these things because he believes them. You know what I mean? I find that fucking refreshing. Now, you can look at a politician and decide whether or not you agree with him. And that's what I'm loving about the Tea Party. You know, everyone's laughing about the fact that, you know, they start uh, something with, I'm not a witch or this kind of fucking crazy talk. Yeah, they're not slick. They're not smooth. That's better for us voters. I really, do you know how many people who go, I'm there for every minority, and yet don't fucking vote that way? So with a guy like this, be happy he's saying what's on his mind, because now you'll know um, who we're not to vote for. Jeff, Massachusetts, Sharon Manifez. Hey, guys, how you doing? Um, maybe it's just me, so let me elaborate on this a little bit. The Tea Party is reminding me a lot, a lot like the Nazi Party in the sense that back in the 30s Germany, the system was so broke, you had this new up-and-coming party who had a lot of ideas. The common man got behind them, and it just seems like these politicians who run under the Tea Party banner, you know, they're strict Christians, but, they have uh, ideas about closing the borders, it feels like they're anti-Islam, they want to take but, America back. Here's the what thing, Jeff, why do every time something comes out in this country, we've got to immediately compare it with the Nazis? This no, is I'm how not... little the rest of us are ready to hear other people. You know, you you... Every time somebody in the other party tries to say something, they get called a Nazi. Both parties are doing with each other. It's fucking, seriously, they're not Nazis. Um, here's uh, Chris. Chris in Buffalo. You're on the Ronnie Fez Show. How you doing, Ronnie? Good. Great show today. Thanks. Uh, I've been following Carl Palladino for a few years up here in Buffalo, and the funny thing about that quote that he gave you about propaganda or uh, pornographers and perverts the first news that he made in his campaign was the release of emails that he had been forwarding around uh, that included, you know, horses, fucking women, and, you know, he had all kinds of horrible pornography and racist emails he's been forwarding around. Now, why would he send somebody a horse banging a woman? I don't know. You know, the thing is, is that he sent the emails around his website up in Buffalo that found him, and, you know, he, he put in there, easy big fella, and it was, it was a video <laughs> of a horse. Is as the joke. You see what I did there? I did a joke. 
easy big fellow. Let me tell you something, people of New York. I'm just like you. The last thing I want is some homosexuals rubbing up in, the, in front of each other while our children watch. Let me ask you this, ladies and gentlemen. Look at your own children. Do you want homosexual sperm in their faces? Then vote for me because I am 100% against it. Uh, Bruce in Philly, you're on the Ron Fez Show. The first thing I want to say is that, uh, Mr. Stanley, you have uh, six days to practice your prayers. We won't, uh, we won't need them again until Saturday. Mm. And uh, the last caller about the Tea Party's there and calling us Nazis, tell him to go to a rally, read his Constitution, and then, then, he can, then tell him to make a decision other than listening to CNN, MSNBC, I, and all that crap. So, Bruce, you're, you're a member of the Tea Party, right? I, I'm not a member. I'm, uh, I've gone to a couple rallies. Uh, tell, my tell taxes him. are out of control. Social programs are out of control. and People are taking advantage. And we need, to, we, need to, we need to reset the country back a little bit here. Now, knowing that, what is it you think that is frightening some of the other people about the Tea Party? I, I I think they're listening to propaganda coming from the the the, the media that does slant to the liberal side. Would you uh, go so far as say lamestream media? The lamestream media. Sorry, I didn't uh, get that right. But, uh, but let me ask you: Could you vote for Sarah Palin for president? I would vote for Sarah Palin. I have actually read her book. I've read a couple other books, and her story is inspiring. Um, you know, there, there's all the crap about that she quit the governorship. Well, Obama quit the senator race to uh, basically campaign. And but he wasn't already, you know, that this is a different situation where he, he, he left the senator race to become president. She was governor of Alaska. But, Fez, I see you're cringing over the Tea Party thing. What's your big beef with the Tea Party? Yeah, I don't see how you can listen to someone like Carl Palladino, who's Tea Party, and still try to associate yourself with them. Well, with I, that I, kind I, of hate I, speech. I, I don't think that was hate speech. Um, I mean, there's hate speech coming from the left all the time. And look at the guy who just called me a Nazi. I'm the furthest thing from a Nazi in the world. Yeah, but that's become the norm thing in this country, to call everybody a Nazi on the other side. It's fucking... It's honestly gotten ridiculous. And... Uh, it's, it literally sounds like fucking people would just rather not think on both sides when they start calling people Nazis. Yeah, and I think that's why the, uh, the third party out there, the Tea Party, is, has generated a lot, of, a lot of discussions because everyone is sick and tired of the people who are in there now, the Democrats and the Republicans, who are all scumbags. They get up there, all that money and power is given to them. And, and, and then they become the elitist and the ruling class in this country. And, and if you can't see that, then you just really got to open your eyes, get a copy of the Constitution, read it, and see what our founding fathers really wanted for this country, because it's, it's certainly not what we have now, which is an all-powerful federal government, which is, which is invading so, bro, every part bro, of So, Bruce, let's life. go back to this. As a Tea Party guy, you don't even trust the Republicans anymore, the guys that have been there for a long time. Very, very few of them. Yeah. Very few. Yeah, no, it's just, it's so corrupt down there in uh, Washington, D.C. It's corrupt in the state capitals. Uh, you know, you go into the cities, it's corrupt, too. But if you, you know, I just you want people to take a look. Take a look at the cities that are failing. Take a look at the cities with gun control. Take a look at all the cities that have liberal politicians running them and tell me how much good shape they are in look at detroit look at chicago's the murder capital of the world well, only one part of town i mean you, you, you yeah, grew up in philly right I, yeah i grew up in philly uh, but you saw how that city turned around 
Well, he turned around, but it's 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 still. I mean, look at it. Uh, Eighteen months ago, when uh, when they were killing cops all over the place. Right. I know. Uh, you know, there there's no uh, there's no such thing um, as being done. Not in this fucking country. You always got to work on stuff, Bruce. I appreciate your call. Um, Bez, I didn't hear you coming back at any of his points. He's against the Republicans. He's against the Democrats. And he feels like this new Tea Party thing gives him something to look forward to. Yeah, but yeah, what uh, is to look forward to is uh, some intolerance there. Where it's, if, if this, I mean, this guy, Carl Palladino, whether you believe in gay marriage or not, this guy's against every thi- single thing, whether it's but if you were, gay if, adoption, civil right. unions, any of it. Um, now, again, if you were somewhat conservative, right, wouldn't you find the parade, the gay pride parade, somewhat cringy? I guess I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't participate in it. I wouldn't go to watch it then. That's basically what he said. But even at this, the, the fact that out of all the parades, the shorts, the grinding, the jumping back and forth, it's a little risque, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So what he was saying is that's not for our children. I don't want that for our children. Um, but at the same time. Do you get that this guy is kind of an asshole? I think that he is. I don't have any problem saying that he's an asshole. But I will give him this. Thank you for being honest. Thanks for getting up and not hiding behind some polished bullshit speech. Just get up and say, I don't like the gay thing. Kind of weirds me out a little bit. Lose that vote. Ready to push it away. What I, my biggest problem is the people who act like they're tolerant. But they don't fucking vote that way. I give them a little credit for just honesty. Um, And I think he's got your vote, Fess. No, he does not have my vote for governor of this state. Yet. No, he does. He talks about brainwashing, and then he's the one that's saying that gay kids, gay, uh, should grow up, be in heterosexual marriages, and have children. There's your brainwashing on the other side. But here's, uh, here's the thing. how you. Here's the don't, way. There's only one way to live in this country. I understand it, but don't you find it refreshing that he says it? I'm, Rather than all these people that you act like you're your friends, and I don't see them on the front lines of the fucking gay marriage. I don't see them on the front lines of don't ask, don't tell. But they get your vote anyway. That's what fucking annoys me. Um, Nathan, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Hey, Ronnie. Hey, two things. First of all, going back to Jeff. Jeff, the difference between the Tea Party and the Nazi Party is the Tea Party basically wants to stick with our roots. What this country was founded on, we ain't trying to take over fucking Europe. And, Fezzi, I don't know where you get off on even paying attention to what this guy says when you won't even take a stand on your situation. Okay, but, again, Fez isn't running for anything. Um, You know, it always comes back to a lot of times when you're saying... I want you to defend something, and then they go, instead of defending it, they start to attack in the other direction. Um, here's uh, Chris in Ohio. You're on the Ron and Fez show. Hey, hey, Ron and Fez. How you doing? Good. Got a quick comment for you. Okay, so we got this three-party system with the Republicans, the Democrats, and the Tea Party. Just wondering what these Tea Party people feel about being uh, conservative Christians when they uh, nominate Mitch Romney for the Republican uh you know, to be president, and he's a Mormon. How do they feel about that? See you. 
Well, not only that, but uh, I guess Glenn Beck is very big with them, and he's a Mormon also. So maybe religion doesn't play as big into this as sometimes uh, you think. You think that you can just put people against as the Christian right, but I don't see all the Tea Party people as being the Christian right. They're coming in with a bunch of different um, factions out there. And yeah, it's still a little rough right now, and it still hasn't worked its way out. But I do like seeing the right in the streets looking like old hippies. <laughs> that part of it just cracks me up. I have the biggest fucking... I, I'm glad to see people go out in the streets again. Um, Kate, you're on the Run and Fez show. Hey, guys. Um, Ron, a while ago, you had mentioned um, how much in society we accept violence, but we just fear um, you know, over-sexuality, and I think really that's kind of where the roots of his comments are coming from. He doesn't want to expose his children to all that sexuality. Rather than being a hate thing, it's more of a, you know, fear of exposing your child to that. Let me tell you something. I was, I was switching around, because I brought up the fact that we are not afraid of uh, violence. We're afraid of sexuality. I'm switching around in between the games last night. I come across this show called Bones. Have you ever heard yeah, of it before? Yeah, it's like a yeah. top show. Mm-hmm. There is, and this is 7 30, 8 o'clock at night, right. children's hour, right? <laughs> Prime time. On this show, there was a woman with a severed head. Oh, the shit. head was there. They turned it upside down. You get the bloodiness of the neck and uh, all, and they're doing Nicole. And I'm like, okay, you could have a headless fucking woman on TV, but you can't have a topless woman on no. TV. A woman's head <laughs> cut off. It can be with, on I at guess? 7 o'clock, but a woman's nipples can't be on at 7 o'clock. We're batshit. We're out of our minds. Um, all right, Kate, so you, you're you kind of siding with the things that this guy said here. I'm not necessarily siding with it, but I can understand as him being a conservative, that's the thought process he's going through. Um now, Fez, when you hear that kind of stuff, does it drive you crazy? It drives me a little nuts, because what gay sex is going on in a school that he's talking about? How is that happening there? Well, uh, there was also this story over the weekend in New York, and this pops up every once in a while. Uh, a guy is in the woods somewhere. There's some fucking meeting place. Um, the guy reaches over, grabs the other person's crotch. Oh. Uh, but the guy doing this was an undercover cop. He got his dick grab busted the guy and they're they the guy ends up being a high school teacher and everybody's alarmed and he's going to lose his job now what always gets to me about that i don't understand how where they met was any different than if you met at a nightclub whose (laughs) fucking business is it where people meet and what they do and the weird thing is how people meet at a nightclub it just ended up making out with strangers jersey shore style and you know you've done this yourself. Just grinding on ass. Right. <laughs> Imagine if the same behavior took place in a store, <laughs> in the fucking bus. I mean, it's really crazy shit that we have all of this weird stuff just fucking bubbling up inside. Um, let's, uh, let's keep this going. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. John, you're on the Run Fez show. Yeah, Ron, there's, uh, there's some audio of Kyle Palladino also talking about his stance on abortion. Of course he's against it, but they threw hypotheticals at him and said, what if a woman's raped? And he goes, adoption. 
what if it's incestuous rape? And he goes, adoption. It is one of the funniest fucking things because he's just so deadpan serious about it. But you got to love the fact that he sticks to his guns. I, I agree 100%. I would much rather have that guy give his opinion and then let the voters decide. What I really worry about most with politicians is that they're lying, pandering assholes. Just give your opinion, and then you let uh, Fez Watley pick his favorite. But I don't think you want to shut the guy up, Fez. And at the same time, the politically correct thing to accept homosexuality can also could be the politically correct thing to push homosexuality away. Neither is being thought out by a lot of a lot of people out there, one way or another. It's just like your opinion has to go along with whatever the majority uh, means at the time. So to sit here in New York City and have this guy say, uh, I don't want homosexuals in the school, it's pretty fucking ballsy because you're in fucking Manhattan, you're going to lose the New York City vote. So I give him fucking... Um, I give him credit for that. Um, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Here's Jim, Iowa. You're on Fez. Hey, guys. How are you doing? Great show, as usual. Thanks. Um, a couple of things real quick. Uh, first of all, these teabaggers are uh, strictly an arm of the Republican Party. They were organized by Dick Armey. Uh, they were funded by the Koch brothers. They were promoted 24-7 by Fox News. They are just Republicans, and they're trying to mobilize the base the same way Obama mobilized his base in 2008. Now, the Paladino thing, I quote the great psychologist, Dr. Ron Bennington, who in Proposition 8 passed, said, why don't you guys organize and go against them? So why didn't the gays organize and go against uh, this Paladino guy? Uh, it is a problem that they have. And it's, I guess, a scary thing to stand up and say, here's who I am, and this is what I stand for. And sometimes when you don't do that, you just let stuff happen around you. Um, all right, we do have some of the audio of the Speedo comment, uh, which was my favorite. Well, we're going to look into that right now. I don't know whether we got a little technical problem. Let me know when we have it. Uh, here, here it is. I'm talking about young children. Young children should not be exposed to that at a young age. They don't understand. It's a very difficult thing. And, and, and exposing them to to uh, homosexuality, especially at a gay pride parade, and I don't know if you've ever been to one, but, but they, they, they wear these little uh, uh, speedos and they and they grind against each other, and it's just a terrible thing. Uh, I, we had to get that from underwater, but what he was basically saying—I don't know whether—I don't know whether you've ever been to this gay pride parade, but they're in speedos, they grind in front of each other, and they make babies lay in between them as they do it. It's horrible. It's horrible, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Cheyenne in Iowa, you're on the Run of Fest show. Yeah, I know, but that's all right. Uh... The reason, one of the reasons these guys are so against the homosexuality is you look through the, through the history, every civilization that has ever accepted openly homosexuality, uh, has fallen, you know? Like, hey, I don't care whether... What, well, well, wait a minute, give me one of the homosexual societies that fell. Rome. 
Rome was around for a thousand years. Yeah, if the United they... States of America makes it a thousand years, I think we would all lose money on that. <laughs> the um, Third Reich didn't uh, accept homosexuality. They didn't last either. Um, eight six six. And by the way, Greece, which apparently did, was the beginning of you know democracy. Kids, um, kids. Simon, Simon in Brooklyn, you're on Fez. Morning, gentlemen. Yeah. Uh, Paladino himself had a child out of wedlock. Is that what we want to teach our children? Again, we do this thing of, you know, I'm just going to throw stuff back. Instead of saying, are you somewhat happy to hear a politician say what's actually on his mind? I'm not even saying even if you don't agree with it, particularly if you don't agree with it. I would fucking love it when uh, you watch that Ricky Gervais show, um, movie, The Invention of Lying. There's a lot to be said there of people just like outing themselves completely. Um, and off they go. 866 Ron Zero Fez. 866 Ron Zero Fez. Um, here's Sam in New Hampshire. You're on Ron Fez. Hey, what's going on, fellas? Yeah. Hey, these guys are really not uh, like believers in, in limited government because in cases of abortion and drug use and uh, gay rights and all that stuff, they, they think the government should step in. They really only do it with taxes. And then when they talk about limited spending, they take military spending, Social Security, and Medicare off the table every time. No, I, I will definitely agree with that, um, that they are not 100% libertarians, like the libertarians that you have in New Hampshire. Yeah, we're, I mean, I guess we're a different breed, but I just don't know how you say you believe in limited government and say, you know, things like you can't get, you can't have gays get married or the, the drug use and the Democrats are totally fake. So please don't anyone take it the wrong way. I, I think they do the same thing. But right. Republicans in the healthcare debate were up in arms about cutting Medicare when that's all been on their platform for 50 years. So I just, I think they're phony. Um, well, they definitely are new at this. Uh, and there's definitely some, and there, there it is, there he is, which, <laughs> by the way, those eyes are so frightening that it makes me almost want to vote for him. How he's long senator, ago did he die? He's, what's the senator, Senator Palatine or Paladine or whatever from fucking Star Wars? Yeah, uh, yeah Emperor Palpatine. Um, Archie, Jersey, you're in my Hey, what's up, boys? How you doing today? Yeah, good. Hey, saying that, uh... Saying that the Republicans are exactly the same as the Tea Party is just as easy as saying that liberal Democrats are the same as socialists. I mean, they're all about big government, and if you can't see that, that's not what our founding fathers wanted. I mean, it's ridiculous. So, uh, you're part of the Tea Party? I'm not part of the Tea Party, but I do support a lot of their core values. It's I'm really funny how I never get to meet anybody, even when they go to the rallies, they certainly don't want to be thought of as by it. But you grew up, I guess, Republican, Archie? Um, I mean, not necessarily Republican, but, I mean, I definitely am a little bit more conservative. All right, so I you've voted Republican. Republican over the years? Yeah, for the and most part, yeah. And now you're dissatisfied with that, and you're saying, I want to start heading to the deep Tea Party. Uh, for the most part, leaning that way. I mean, I do support most of their values, and, I mean, some of their stuff's a little crazy. Like, like what? Give know. me something that's too crazy for you. I don't 
think that, I mean, while I do agree with Paladino in the sense that I don't think that we should be, uh, you know, promoting uh, gay rights and uh, wanting our kids to go to the rallies, but I don't think that they should be uh, outed from schools if there's gay teachers at all. All right, so you're just like gay teachers that can be there in school, but stop promoting them. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just pretty an ethics thing. Why would you want your kids to, I mean, even if it was a street parade where there was half-naked girls and guys dancing around with you. That would know, be the Puerto Rican Day parade, my friend, <laughs> which gets two million people showing up every year. Uh, and the gay parade is pretty well attended. Now I'm looking up on the TV. Uh, a lot more people coming into Midtown for Columbus Day than I was giving them uh, credit for. But mm. certainly not the same kind of numbers. I think, as the St. Patrick's Day Parade, the Puerto Rican Day no. Parade, and, of course, the Gay Pride Parade. Uh, Fez, you hear some of this stuff. It's tough for you to come up with another side of it, or how do you feel? Yeah, it just it seems like it contradicts itself, where it's like the pee, uh, Tea Party. Pea Party. Uh, you call them the, the Pea Tardy, and that's fucking really a good nail line. Just to get back at them. No, it seems like they uh, want to say no government in our lives, no interfering, less government, but then want to do all these things against gay people and, and just what, have all these rules. What would be against gay people? Has he said we're going to take anything away from gay people? Well, uh, taking them out of schools is one thing. I don't think he said that, did he? He said this uh, shouldn't be in our schools. Okay. And and then and not even include civil unions or gay marriage, nothing even close to but that. You're not they wouldn't that. be allowed to adopt. You haven't gotten that from the other two parties anyway. You're not getting it. You're fucking giving out giving away votes and you're not getting back any champions. But that's the part that frustrates me. Just in the same way as the anti abortion people um will get behind the Democrats, or, I mean, I'm sorry, the anti-abortion people will get behind the Republicans. For what? What did fucking George W. Bush ever give you? When you're just voting on one goddamn issue, and you're not getting it back, you should say to yourself, I need another fucking issue. I need somebody else willing to fucking run for me. Um, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866 Ron Zero Fez. It is the Ron Fez show. Um, let's go over here to uh, Mike, Florida. You're Ron Fez. Hey, Ron Fez. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I was a, I'm a registered Republican. Uh, I, I, I support the Tea Party only in the sense that it's a third party in the system. I think the Republicans and Democrats have just gotten too lazy. And I, I was really disappointed with the Republicans after Obama was elected. They just turned into Democrats. They turned into whiny little bitches. And, 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 and so the Tea Party kind of puts them a little bit more in check, I think. And, and, and the biggest thing I like about the Tea Party is they, they want to shrink the government. And I, I think that's a really good thing. Just like, I don't know, well, you guys are in that area. What, what do you think about Chris Christensen? He's a, I know he's, a, uh, he's not a Tea Party guy, but, I mean, the way he's working in shrinking the government in Jersey. Uh, I'd have to talk to some Jersey people about this. We don't have, uh, with Dave going, we don't have any on our side. And actually, Dave just went one thing. Uh, my mom told me to vote like a Kennedy. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, um, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Sean, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, boys. Hey, uh, 
seems like a lot of people need a civics lesson because uh, I don't want to identify myself. I'm, I'm not identifiable as far as my politics. But when people are talking about limited government, they're talking about the federal government. Now, most conservatives, Democrats, whatever you want to call it, they want to have their local government have their hands in things, and they and conservatives want the federal government out of the local sphere. Mm. So, well, that you know, sets up a whole different thing, Sean. Uh, and it, it actually is something to uh, talk about, and we never do. Would you rather go back to real strong states' rights? Now, well, that's that's what I identify with. And right. I think Jefferson really wanted that. He wanted very limited uh, limited um, interaction with with. Uh, Outside states, yeah, uh, but, you know, foreign foreign states. But let me bring and, this up to you. The difference between and what ended up costing this is Jefferson had no way of understanding air travel, highways. Oh, absolutely, when, absolutely. When but, somebody but used to why, be, when somebody was not. born in Pennsylvania, maybe once in their life they would cross the river, go to Jersey, nice. or go down to Delaware once, and that would be it in terms of travel. Now, people travel all over. So if you took a person like um, Fez or our good friend Earl, he might not have the same rights in the United States of America if he traveled. And that's what happened in the 60s, I think, that lit it up. That people started going, you know what, I went driving through Mississippi and I got treated like shit. (laughs) I wasn't treated like an American anymore. And I think above all, that's what hurts states' rights. Uh, that and the fact that every state will accept that federal money, which means the feds then just get to tell them what kind of laws are acceptable there. Um, I don't know if you can go anywhere in the country and run into um, a, a, a place that makes you feel like you're completely somewhere different. I think if you're outside of Jackson, Mississippi, it pretty much feels like you're outside of Seattle or outside of New York City. Everything feels kind of the same wherever you go. Um, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Here's Marshall in Alabama. You're on Ron Fez. Hey, um, I have a a conversation with people I live uh, with and around. I live in Alabama, so it's pretty much 95% conservatives here. And I get in the argument of, you know, we need more conservative values around the country, et cetera. And I turn to them and I say, look at our state. You know, I live in Alabama. Some of the worst literacy rates, some of the, you know, uh, worst environmental policies, almost no production, some of the smallest cities in the nation. I mean, if anything, this state has been conservative for, you know, 20, 50, 60 years, have voted in conservatives and gotten nothing done on those policies. Yeah, because it comes back to just a couple issues that people run on. And that's why most of the time voters should be ashamed of themselves. Seriously. The only thing that matters to you is some fucking abortion rights. That's it. That's your entire vote. What some 14, 15-year-old girl ends up having the baby or not. Um, Captain Jack, Albany. You're on Fez. Hey, buddies. How you going? Good. Um, I mean, fortunately or unfortunately, it would be very difficult to go back to a system with very, very strong states' rights because you have major corporations lobbying very hard for unified policy to make it easier for them to do business. Um, exactly true there. Exactly a good point. 
and that corporate money ends up in every single politician's pocket. Uh, the corporations uh, are the ones behind all the elections. Um, they're the ones putting up the cash. Gia, Long Island, you're on Fez. Hey, buddies, what are you doing? Uh, we're just doing a radio show. Oh, Fez Watley making his way back into the show, uh, Yay, feeling very strong buddy. about himself. Well, I, I, you know me, I'm, I'm right next to Fezzi on this one, but l listen, all these politicians, and of course, we live in the United States, they have the right to say what they want to say. I'm not saying he shouldn't be able to say what he says or anything, but my problem with guys like Paladino and, and Palin and these people are, you better live a very squeaky fucking clean existence if you're going to tell me how, who I should allow to teach my children. What is his daughter going to say? few years from now when he says, oh, I don't like all the naked bumping and grinding with the gays in the parade. What about the naked bumping and grinding you were doing with the chick when you had the baby out of wedlock? What are you going to do with that? What's that kid going to say when he comes over and says, hey, Dad, how come I have different mom? And, and you know, Mr. Moral doesn't have the right to tell me what to do with myself, my friends. But see, that's the beauty of it. At, at least with this guy, you get to see how he actually feels and you get to vote against him. I have to, uh, I have to agree a hundred percent. I love the fact that he said what he said. I really do. I am so sick and tired of the people talking bullshit instead of saying what they want to say. That way, you get to know how to vote. Greg, California, you're on Fez. Hey, Ronnie, I just want to comment on what you said. I'm an over-the-road truck driver. I've been driving for 32 years. When I was a little kid, I used to go up and across the country and. We're from Pennsylvania. We'd go to California and Arizona and the South, and it was like a whole different country. Uh -huh. Now, now I drive across the country, and Pennsylvania's not any different than California. The food's the same. The people treat you the same. It's exactly what you said. And back in the '60s and '70s, there wasn't much travel. Now it's no big deal. So, yeah. like you said, it, the whole uh, country turned and, into a franchise. And when when you see that, and every uh, you know every single place you go, there. Like, we want to take you out to dinner. There's a place called P.F. Chang's. <laughs> and you can say, I ate there two days ago. I'm Crack fucking... Barrel. Yeah, I'm bored with it. But I do agree with him. I remember being a little kid, and we had people in uh, Mississippi we would go to visit. And it would be like, I am somewhere else. Yeah, I am totally completely different. in a different world. Uh, I was in Mississippi a couple years ago. Looked like Jersey. Aww. Was exactly the same. It's just the... Suburbs. It's just the suburbs. Um, here's Jeremy. Jeremy in Atlanta. You're on Fez. Uh, Mr. Bington, you're a great American. Um, That's what I'm going to start just... doing. I want to fucking pick up that gimmick. Go ahead, man. <laughs> I, I was just wondering. I, I heard a lot of the Tea Party people coming in talking about our founding fathers and the ideas they had. Uh, they went outside and shit in the woods. I mean, that was a long Not time always. Ago. Well, this is true. That was just a long time ago. I mean, things change. The game's different. Don't visit it. Okay. Well, we are rules. locked into that Constitution, which keeps us from uh, changing the country too quickly. That's the main thing about that, that we have these checks and balances. And sometimes when you are the one who wants some kind of change, and the people on the right would like to see the country change, and the people on the left would like to see the country change, it's fucking hard to pull it off. Really, if it isn't just about the spending defense money, it's fucking difficult to pull off. All right, we're going to take a break here. Um, back in just a couple of moments.
We got talking about porn, and it's going to be doing something new with Chris Stanley and okay. porn sites that you like. Oh, perfect. Yeah, I got plenty of them, baby. Because you on. feel like you're an expert on it. I love it. I love right. free porn. So uh, free porn as uh, a service to you, yeah. the American and Canadian listener. Free porn from Chris Stanley when we get back after the jump. Ron Fez Show. Ron Bennington. Fez Watley. The Ron and Fez Show. Sirius 197, XM202. Virus. Come gargling naked sluts. Come buns three. Coming in socks. Come on, Eileen. Huge black cocks with pearly white cum. Girls who crave cock. Girls who crave cunt. Met alone too, the KY connection. Pink pussy lips. Oh, yeah, and uh, all holes filled with hard cock. Oh, wait a minute, uh, what was that called again? It is the Ron and Fez Show. 866 Ron Zero Fez. 866 Ron Zero Fez. Um, hanging out with you today till 3 o'clock on the East Coast. Coming up in about an hour. Uh, we're going to be listening to a, a Ron Bennington interviews with the great Solomon Burke. Uh, the last time that he was here. The weirdest thing is the last time he was in, I, I thought to myself when he was leaving, like, Oh, I hope he comes back. I hope I get to see no. him. You know, oh, no. we had such a fun time. He's such a sweet guy. And that was it. You never know. It's terrible. You just, what are you going to do? What are you going to do, Hicks? Do his music. Love the man. I love the man, too. But when you get to five, six hundred pounds, no. <laughs> you think to yourself, seriously, should I be traveling as much as I am? Um... All right. Uh, no self-contained today, Fezzi? Are we going to do them later on in the show? Uh, yeah, later on. Later. See what I did there? Act like you were saying goodbye? Yeah, not that kind of later on. Yeah, later on in the show. Oh, thank you. All right, so that's coming up a little later on in the show. Some more self-contained bits with our own Fez Marie Watley. Marie, of course, is short for Marie. Uh, we wanted to get into... Free porn. Hell yeah. Free porn. Uh, and because of this, Hicks, I think just like you've done with the record business, yeah. uh, newspaper business, okay. computers have destroyed <laughs> uh, the porn business, and now we're dealing with almost straight amateur porn mm -hmm. other than Vinny Chase's girlfriend. Oh, yeah. It's uh, it's fantastic. It's Well, I like the amateur porn. That's what I prefer. So that's that's it's good for me. But uh, there's rarely any any um, decent porn releases anymore. The big thing right now in porn that people pay for uh -huh. is TV parodies, like uh, not Seinfeld, Triple X. It was and just it's just sitcom parodies. They had two and a half men porn parody. It's ridiculous. Um, there's always been some amount of parody in that, but it's never well acted. Oh no, terrible, quite terrible. <laughs> hey, it's Kramer with a hard on. It just doesn't work for me. But here's the weird thing. All right. Now, if you went on the internet and you started looking at girls, yeah. it just looks like every third girl in the world must be putting out some kind of amateur It's porn. ridiculous. But have you ever ran into anybody like you went to high school yeah. with mm -hmm. or the, college or the, neighbor? There was a girl um, There was a girl at Purchase, I think, that, that did some uh, Burning Angel porn. Well, what's Burning Angel porn mean? A Burning Angel is like alt porn. It's like girls with tats and... Uh, and uh, oh, okay. There might have been suicide, suicide girls, girls, one or the other. yeah. yeah. All right. And then in high school, there was a girl on BrooklynHookers.com. Oh, I didn't know this. <laughs> All right, so what is that like to see a classmate 
uh, <laughs> doing porn. It's funny as hell. It's yeah. it's because you don't, and it's great that you, if you never expected it of the girl, right. it's like holy shit! I didn't know this fucking bra was like this. Well, this you is know, great. the interesting thing was when they started this, when Playboy got started many years ago, he brought up girl next door. I don't want him to look sleazy. I want it to look like the girl next door is naked, because that's an alluring thing to men. But now. Literally, it's the girl <laughs> next door, the girl that you can see the same time getting mail as you, who's doing porn. All right, give us some porn sites and we'll surf them out here. Send Rustin in to put these up as we're uh, running along. Um, give us one of the big porn sites. Um, one is I like. One I like is xnxx.com. Xn. What is it? XX.com. www.xnxx.com. This isn't black porn, is it? No, Don't be no. racist with you could, me. You could find some black porn on there, maybe. Sure. Uh, all right, some. It's all, it's, you know, these are streaming videos because these days it's either, I think I'm kind of old school. Right. It's where I like to download full movies still, but also, but everyone's going to streaming video sites now. It's got to be streaming video. For yeah, people. that's what everyone loves because it's just go find it, jerk off to it, and that's it. Now, the streaming video, is that live or it's... Um... Uh, it's just movies people upload and then just streams right. from whatever their servers And they only, they, they're not a full hour and a half porn movie. Let's cut the they're fuck up. Three <laughs> to ten minutes. Yeah. Uh, tops. They really uh, are put What are the big categories well. that we're running here? Oh, you, you got... I like to go to the best ofs because uh, I want to see what other people are jerking off to. And see, I hey, say, maybe I like that. I like to right. jerk off to this as well. All right, so it's almost like a Yelp for you. <laughs> It's almost like a Yelp deal. Yeah, I really enjoy that. But also, you know, maybe tattoo now, girls, whatever. Now, you grew up with the computer as part of everyday life, Rustin. Yeah, I don't remember ever not being connected to the internet. Okay, so at what age did you discover, hey, this place I could do homework, I can also see porn? Uh, some guy that was babysitting me when I was like... Me and my brother, when I was like 11 years old, showed uh -huh. us uh, shavedtaco.com, uh -huh. and he was like, you guys got to check this shit out. It's fucking awesome. So from that, from that moment on, I don't know if I've, if I've given myself a break. So every day since you found out 11, shave taco? I don't know if I'd say every day, but very regularly. Okay. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Talking free porn with our own Chris Stanley. It's good stuff. And in a way that you believe, Chris... There's only free porn. You would never pay. Oh, that sounds crazy to pay yeah. for pornography on the Internet. And That's totally crazy. In the early days of the Internet, you would hear about some people being in trouble. This happens no more. Oh, no. no it no, just no. doesn't happen because it's too widespread. Yeah. But the it's interesting everywhere. thing also, uh, there used to be, you know, pre-computer, the bad part of town <laughs> that you would get DVDs. Oh, yeah. And, and all. And... Uh, Fez actually put in my show prep today about Blockbuster doing a kiosk with $3 fucking movies. I'm like, nobody wants that. The movies have to come immediately. Yep. You're not going to go out and find a $3 movie. On demand, dog. Um, let's go over here to Charlie. Charlie, what do you got for Chris Stanley? What's up, buddies? Uh, X Hamster. Like the the pet, X-Hamster. It's now, got are we going to be every... looking at hamster porn here? No, no okay, hamster good. porn. I was a little bugged out. I want to talk about it a little bit, but it's got it's got all retro stuff. If you want to see porn from like the 70s, the 80s, it's got, you can actually go on there and watch nuns in full, you know, full gear. You no, know, they're not and, real nuns. How Get do you that know? through your head. Because you it's, they sell nun outfits at Ricky's. <laughs> 
this Danny did have this as a uh, this was a bookmark when I typed uh-huh. in X hamster pain <laughs> came right up. It was been there before. Well, what is this, all this other stuff that's running across there? Well, because we can't you can't see any of the hot latex nun videos unless you've got Flash Player. Which okay. All right. So what are what is some of the stuff on here right now? Uh, I just I just searched for nuns. So uh-huh. you've got a. Uh, Hot latex. Nuns. I don't. I don't want any part. Of, I don't want to see nuns. <laughs> but they're in latex, I don't, though. I don't care. Kind of, kind of I don't want to see nuns. You want to go over to? We can pop over to mature. We got some um, mm-hmm. sexy stuff going on over there. Well, the mature thing is always big. The thing is, anyone who doesn't shouldn't be having porn is now the people you want to see. The last thing you want to do is see attractive people who look like they're <laughs> in the porn business. You really want to go like, what the hell were these two assholes thinking? The number uh, one video on X Hamster right now I've got going is cheating wife slut with her black lover. All right, um, <laughs> black lovers play really big, so it's got to make you think. What is it about white guys wanting to see black guys having sex? That's um, kind of creepy. Here's Dave in Maryland. You're in Manifest. Roddy B. I haven't seen the bottom yet, but Motherless.com, good and horseshit. Oh. All right, so you really like the real disgusting stuff. I have not seen bottom yet, man. <laughs> All right, let's take this into. Uh, there has become a pride in porn and masturbation that used to not exist in this country. And I think it's why a lot of guys are staying single, because they, A, uh, it's just as easy for them to jerk off, and B, when they do get a date... They think they're in a porn movie, and the woman is. Wait, who did you just call s- slut? You don't like who me are you sp- calling horn? You don't like me to spit in your mouth? Yeah, what? <laughs> you don't like me to spit on your genitals from across the room? The first time I ever got a blowjob in my entire life, I actually. What was the guy's name? <laughs> okay, is that how it's gonna be? No, was no did. Was it the first time you got or gave? Got. Okay. Yeah, All got. right. Then I, I lost actually, the bet. And I didn't know that you weren't supposed to do this, but I lifted up her <laughs> hair, like above so her face, so the camera could get a shot on her face. <laughs> <laughs> and as I did it, I was like, "What the fuck am I doing? This is just a porn thing. Like, hey. there's no need for me to do now, this." <laughs> did you have a camera there? No. No. Thank it was God. In a, it was in a, my old truck. It was, it was in like some fucking <laughs> Russ's truck. But, but immediately, you just felt like you were in a porn. Yeah, I had to get her hair out of the way. <clears throat> uh, oh, eight man. six six run zero fez. Eight six six run zero fez. Give us another one of yours, Hicks. Um, another one, a decent one is uh, let's see. I all right, I get deep into it, right? I go to porn blogs also, so they're telling me stuff about the industry. Why? I don't know. There's also some porn on there too. There's porn so, reviews. This is the Nikki Fink of what's uh, <laughs> of the porn industry. <laughs> Told ya. <laughs> Seems that Sasha Gray. Has decided to direct her next thing. This is great information. Yeah. I'm going to use this. I've never, I've never wanted to know a backstory. Yeah, uh, I've been getting into that because the regular porn just isn't doing it for me. So I need to maybe learn about these people's private lives. Now, when did regular porn stop working for you? I'd say I don't know, maybe five or six years ago. Back when I when I was started to be able to just download whole movies at uh-huh. will with a uh, BitTorrent or whatever. And uh, then I was just like, I can just get whatever I want. And then, and then there, I get full DVDs with like extras, like behind the scenes extras, like a real uh, fucking movie. And I'd start watching them, like, oh, he's, this is very weird. I, I almost like like watching this real part or whatever better than the actual shitty scripted fucking porn movie. So you like a behind the scenes? You want to see the camera in play? Oh yeah, definitely. That's what I found about myself. Uh, James, North Carolina, you're on Fez. 
Yeah, I guess I for you. Check out the Hun H U N. What is this? Nineteen ninety six. The Hun was one of the first places I believe. Uh, it's I old school. Yeah. The yellow pages. And then you just see the. (laughs) (laughs) What is he still using? The dial up? That's when you would just see a couple of um, thumbnails. Remember, that was their whole thing. And it's slowly. slowly (laughs) (laughs) More thumbnails than anywhere else on the web. Well, you don't even really get to see thumbnails. You just get like a brief description uh, of what's going to happen in the picture. Was that like a nude beach? Uh, yeah, what we just had was a... Um, like some kind of European deal? Yeah, I think, it was just, People, I think it was just somebody doing posing on the beach. Yeah, those will never go away. The, hey, these are Europeans no, yeah. <laughs> laying on rocks naked. They will always pop up. Oh, yeah. Um, well, there you go. Uh, here's... Uh, GC, you're on the Run of Fest show. What's up, boys? You're cracking me up. Uh, LobsterTube.com. Categories are endless. LobsterTube. You ever hear of this one? I now? never. I haven't heard of LobsterTube, but I, it's very funny. Interesting that they're throwing animals in with your porn now. Seafood porn. <laughs> Look, they're all set up the same. You get this one's got each category, so you can kind of just scroll through and see. But that's the same as like RedTube or something. Yeah. Oh, innocent and innocent teen. I like that's a separate category. A what? Innocent, innocent and innocent teen. <laughs> well, some teens aren't innocents. Innocents should be retards. Adorable is one of the. Uh, <laughs> it's one of the categories. Oh, <laughs> that's adorable. That's a strange fucking society that we live in. If you want some uh, <clears throat> behind the scenes of Tyler Knight. Who was? I think he was. He does pornos. He's started writing and he writes books. I heard him on Joe Rogan's podcast where he just talks about like gang uh, bukkake scenes and like mm-hmm. participating in bukkake scenes, just like walking through cum and you've got it's just <laughs> oh, disgusting. Fuck. But he's got some really cool stories on his website. Um, it's all very odd. But years ago, some friends of mine, uh, his this was like pre-internet stuff. Um, they're going. Uh, his uncle was in that business and they're going we should write a script and really make it fucking funny and shit so we came up with these ideas and we pitched it to his uncle and he goes like this what (laughs) people want to come they don't want to laugh take your bullshit fucking comedy back to a goddamn bar you're trying to get your nut off and you want to hear fucking jokes there we thought we had all these really great fucking gimmicks for him we're like we're going to have the biggest porn movie ever. You'll be laughing your ass up. What are you talking about? And the guy just had a fucking gold spoon awesome. around oh, his shit. neck. Like, who, you know, you're not even trying to fool people now. What's well, obnoxious when you're fucking watching a porn and you hear them, you see them like laugh. You're like, this right. shit isn't funny. Like, you two are. Don't break the fourth wall. Exactly. Ever. You're with your black lover. It's just not funny. This is fucking <laughs> hardcore shit right now. <laughs> Just to hear him fucking crack up. <laughs> what would be really fucking smart is to start a fucking porn line of guys that can't get it up when they're with women. Because that's mainly the guys watching this stuff. And then have it end, the porn ends, with him jacking off in his fucking basement apartment oh. with his mom upstairs yelling, take out the trash. I'm always curious how, like, the what the effect on... Because I've never been a day in sexual active without having porn mm-hmm. how does that affect me like going forward because things aren't that used to would turn me on like that don't like it's right. worse it takes so much more 
to, to, to get turned on. That's the absolute thing, is that, here's the weird thing, is that the thing that is the turn-on is taboo. Yeah. So the pilgrims would catch, you know, just see someone's fucking slip hanging outside drying, they'd run back and start jacking off yeah. in their fucking shitty house. So by the time, then you get more and you're like, well, those kids will be satisfied forever. No. That's why you guys are so misogynistic and feel like you have to have a drill into a woman's vagina before you can even start to see, feel anything. You're going to be bowling with fucking heads. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Um, Derek, Jersey. Hello? Yeah, go ahead, buddy. Hey, um, I'm from New Hampshire, but um, so? UJIZ.com. Ujiz. Yeah, com. That's Y-O-U or just you? Yeah, Y-O-U and I don't like the idea of just telling someone, Ujiz. Thanks for the advice. Oh, this is my this one of my favorites, Alexis, Texas. No, what's the story with Alexis, Texas? Because she's a homegirl? No, yeah, I guess so. I think she always wears, like, cowboy boots and has a real big ass. Uh-huh. You know, with that big ass and that cowboy boots... You ought to do something with yourself. Today she's a nurse. I, I can't see her big ass under this thing. Come on, uh, fast, fast forward a little bit. There, there it is. It is. <laughs> Let's fast forward a little bit. There's Alexis. And the nurse thing works out for her. And that's already... It's, they've already now thrown concept away. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it stops there. Well, we missed the part where they were talking about, I don't know... <laughs> Lab results? Yeah. Did you get that for me? Well, there's always the thing. When you'll watch one of these things and it'll be like, Hi, welcome to your psychiatrist. And you just see that she's got these big tats all over her arm. But she's playing the part of of a professional person. My favorite part is I always like to go to like the school, like have sex with teachers. Uh-huh. And the teachers have like tats all over their back. Right. And giant tits. And you're like, there's yeah. that yeah. tat. There's that And then the students are 30. Yeah. Hi, just because you have fucking glasses doesn't no, make you a student. That makes all the difference. <laughs> that's always, that's how they get into character. Yeah. Oh, I've got these glasses. <laughs> this will be perfect. And then, of course, they go ponytail. Yeah. All right, uh -huh. your ponytail... And you have glasses, but you're 43. Um, There's a porn series where just comb my glasses.com, I believe it is. It was just porn where just, yeah, just jerk off on glasses. Uh, JC, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, buddy, what's going on? Hey. <laughs> hey, burningcamels.com. It's all amateur. People upload it. Uh, some of it is like the fake porno actors doing the amateur, but a lot of it is real amateur if that's, if that's what you're into. Um, and again, do you bump into people like. For you, Rustin, do you ever know any girl who did porn? Uh, no, there are a couple. There's, there was a big leak on 4chan a couple months ago where all these uh, Facebook pictures, the uh -huh. chicks, like high school chicks that sent nude pics using this application from your iPhone, and all those pictures got leaked. So I was scrolling through for days trying <laughs> to find chicks from 4chan. is good too. Yeah, that, that's right, so that's the bottom of the barrel of the internet. All right, explain to me how this happened. So it's off their Facebook, right? There, I think there was this application on the iPhone called Quick Text. Where before you could text pictures, you could open up this app and then just send any picture you want to anybody's Facebook, like as a mm -hmm. personal message. But then somebody on 4chan, thank God, hacked the, this yeah. application. And so there's just all these, and what they've been doing is they've been like matching up the nude pictures and then placing them on top of the Facebook profile. Oh, Jesus. So you can just kind of match up <laughs> and just see where they are. 
I'll pull up some of those picks. Those are great. Um, let's go over here to um, Lorenzo. What do you got, buddy? Uh, yeah, the navigation isn't great on the site, but it's called Submit Your Flick. It's uh, like straight up amateur stuff, and uh, it's really awesome. I actually uh, saw like one of my friend's exes on there blowing some dude. Fucking, I showed him. He's really good. <laughs> An ex blowing someone. Chris, Montreal, you're on my face. Dr. Ron Bennington, how's everything today? Sir? What do you say, sir? Oh, you know, it's not bad. Um, I got a good site for the boys. Uh, it's called spankwire.com. Uh-huh. If you look in the toolbar above it, there's a whole other list of other sites that they've partnered up with. So you got, like, a millennium of jack stuff. And uh, Stanley and uh, the other guy there, Rustin. Yeah. First rule of uh, 4chan is, please don't speak about 4chan. Good point. Sorry about that. It's now. Why shouldn't it be brought up? It's illegal. Uh, it's it's all stealing sorts other of, people's picks. All, all sorts of things go on. <laughs> yeah. So don't bring that up on our at work computer. Okay. I have no idea of this stuff. Um, look who it is. It's Lady Trucker. You're on Fez. Doctor Steve, Ronnie B, live this Saturday night. Weird medicine at seven. Now, is it still going on? Because I understand Doctor Steve does not have a license to practice medicine. He's got a license to practice medicine in Tennessee. Oh, well, shouldn't he? Maybe he should stay there. I don't know. I've only heard this, but apparently he's caused Opie a lot of problems. Yeah, but, you know, he wants to uh, insert his finger up a uh, gentleman's uh, asses. Yeah, but for medical reasons or just for fun? Just for fun, but... Yeah, I don't know if I want to... I don't know if I should be doing this show now. It changes everything. Uh, yeah, well, but weird medicine is, you know, they just talk on weird medicine. Okay. They, they, mm. they don't do any action. All right, no action. All right, so I guess I'll just talk about fingering my ass. I don't know. Oh. Um, uh, what can we do for you, Lady Trucker? Oh, I was calling in just to say I don't need the Internet. All I have to do is get on my CB radio and say, show me your penis, please. Oh, jeez. All right, thanks. Old nice. school. Show me your dick on the CB radio. On the screen right now is um, some chick from Facebook whose pictures of her and her friend giving some guy a blowjob. Yeah, I don't want to see any of this. Take, it all, take, okay. take off that thing. Okay, it's gone. Yeah. It's done. Take them all off and then shred yourself. Shred everything here. Okay. I'm just, just going to leave the hunt up if that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> of course it's okay. I want to go after this one. 14 pixies looking hot. Oh, shit. Uh, 866... Run zero fez eight six six, run zero fez. Uh, here's Sean, Georgia. You're on fez. Hey Ronnie, Chris is right when he says that 4chan is the bottom of the barrel for the internet. Another just recently, this recently there was a girl from Arizona State that they found out had done a porn, and they all got together, sent all the pictures and all the videos to every bit of her family, covered her Facebook in it. Everybody she knew or had contact with saw it. Then she ended up losing her scholarship to Arizona State because of all this. And, and they oh, okay, that's the girl that they found out she used her Arizona State thing to show that she was old enough in her porn. Yeah. Uh, and right. so they took away her thing. And then people are going, hey, that's not right. Yeah. Like, you got to be some common sense there. Happens. You can't expect that the, that the college is going to be happy about it. All right, what else you got for us, Chris Stanley? All right, let's go xexgfpix.com. We're just ex-girlfriend amateur stuff. Again, it's what I love. 
All right, now that is it really ex-girlfriends? It seems like it to me. I mean, you could tell if something's like, you know, if the broad's too plasticky. Like, that looks like a, a real picture of some, some okay. chick center boyfriend. Now, here's the thing. You don't think that there's any morality lined up here that if a girl's nice enough to do this for you, why do you got to be a scumbag and post it on the internet? Um, that's that, kind of scumbag. By the way, that girl's a, a fucking dancer because those tits are bought and paid for. <laughs> Uh, this that. whole thing of you're 18 years old and you get a tit job, come on, stop it. <laughs> you're only dancing to do that, and some guy's paid for him. Puberty's still going on, though, sometimes, right? During that? <laughs> that girl should You're the only one interested in your body, honey. <laughs> <laughs> so you like to see exes being humiliated by uh, their exes. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't do it, but, I mean, these guys... You're classy. I'm a classy individual. Right. Uh, but these guys, you know, whatever. Good for them for getting these pictures of these women that trusted them up on the internet. Uh, Dean, you're on the run of show. Dean. Oh, hey. Um, hey, you remember Isabella Soprano came out a couple years back? Yeah. She's a big spokesman for uh, the Funny Ranch or whatever, and she's on that Cat House show. Uh-huh. That was my wife's best friend in high school. I used to get breakfast from her at the diner all the time. Did you ever uh, meet her? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, she lived right in, uh, right in town, right in New Hampshire. All right, this is the girl? This is the Isabella Soprano porno. Uh, now, what made her famous? She's just a piece, crazy piece of ass. A crazy piece of ass. And, and, she, uh, and she was in the, uh, she talked, to, she was on the, um, the porn ranch in, uh, in Reno. Um, now, is there any reason at all she's wearing her shoes into the hot tub? I think that's a mistake. Sexy, though. Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh, Tim, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie B. More yeah. about uh, 4chan. I'm actually an avid poster on 4chan, and uh, there's this thing, that uh, a, a meme called uh, Anhero. And what it is, is it's when someone kills himself over a super stupid reason. Like, there was this 14-year-old kid who uh, lost his iPod, so kids just barraged him, barraged him, and he hung himself because he lost his iPod. So this is something that you like? Yeah, it's fun. We are the internet bullies. We, are, we take care of things that we couldn't do in high school. So now we just kind of gang up on everyone. It's fun. Now, even knowing that a kid killed himself, supposedly? Well, we didn't kill him. He killed himself. We have no control over what he does. Uh-huh. So it's, it's, it's kind of like the, the kid who jumped off the bridge. You know, uh, you know uh, from Rutgers. Uh, the, the guys that posted that uh, took the video. He didn't. Uh, we didn't tell him to jump off the bridge. He did. All right, so how many of you guys are internet bullies together? Um, there's over 9,000 of us. So all 9,000 of you, and you'll just come up with somebody to be mean to, and how do you do that? How do you find out who we're going to be mean to this week? I just, we just kind of pick random people, just go after them. That's why it's called, that's why unfortunately it's called random, because it's just random bullshit. All right, so you get out there, and... You'll go, all right, here's the new kid to pick on. And then the the point is always that he'll end up killing himself? No, no, no. The, jo- the point isn't to have the person kill himself. It's just to rag on them. You know, mm-hmm. we just, it's, it's fun. Right. Now, when you uh, hear about somebody out. killing themselves, you don't feel bad about it? Uh, a little bit. You know, but it's, you know, we have hearts. Just, 
you know, it, it's just a collective bunch of group of assholes, you know? Mm-hmm. Just, it, we're just, none of us is as strong as all of us. We're legion. As, and, and is there really any old. leadership to this? Uh, there is a create the creator of uh, named Moot. Uh-huh. And uh, we were able to successfully uh, have him become uh, the number one person on Time uh, Magazine's online voting uh-huh. of uh, the most influential man of the century. All right, and how long has 4chan been around? Uh, 4chan's been around for coming on uh, eight, nine years now. Okay. So it's big, and Hicks, this is something you go to? Okay, so I'll, I'll browse for chain. Yeah. And for you, Rustin, do you go to it all? So, no, you're, you're I fucking hate it. Why don't you like it, Rustin? Well, because you accidentally you'll be looking at some hot Facebook chicks, and then you've got some guy being beheaded, uh-huh. or them fucking <laughs> bullying yeah, some kid to, to jump off a bridge. Like they're fucking assholes. For well, the what most about part. this, Tim? Could you start bullying Rustin till he does something crazy? Um, put it this way: we can find out pretty much any between all of us. We can find out pretty much anything, and it'll get posted. That's pretty much how it happens. Wow, they're, it's wild. They've got a ton of stuff. I mean, it's just it's so thorough. They're they're fuck, they're good at they're really good at what they do. I have uh-huh. a couple of buddies who were in high school who always posted on it and always email me the fun shit that they were doing. I never but, heard of this before. It, yeah, we like we have told, we have successfully launched a uh, what we call Operation uh, Operation Chanology, which is uh, a a protest against the Church of Scientology, uh-huh. uh, where on I, I can't believe I can't remember the date. I believe it was February 26, 2007. Uh, we had a worldwide protest in front of almost every Church of Scientology. There was so many of us. I mean, there are many, many YouTube videos of the of the Chanology uh, protest. And, and you guys do You were just doing it just for fun, just to have a goof. Yeah, we're just doing it to have a good time. You know, we're rickrolling people, you know, and then, because the best part is, you know, the whole idea is to don't feed the trolls. You know, but by, by reacting to it, you're just feeding our, feeding us. And that's what we feed off of. That's what we thrive off of. We get off on reaction, and that's hilarious. So if you do start to fuck with someone, the best thing to do is just act like it's not even happening, and then you guys will go away. Eventually. <laughs> I've never heard of this. Um, all right, what other stuff have you guys gotten into? Um, Habbo Hotel, which is like this little children's, uh, this little children's website where it's kind of like a, a MySpace for little kids. Uh-huh. Um, we all dress up as, uh, as, as well, you can like create your own avatar, uh-huh. and we dress up as uh, black people in afros and in and in suits, and. Uh, we closed, because there's like a pool you can hang out in, we closed the pool due to AIDS. Now, it kind of sounds like um, Fight Club. It seems like it's the same it's, thing it's, as Fight Club. Exactly, it's exactly like Fight Club. There are, there's uh, what you call the, the rules of the internet that we must follow by. And I'm definitely breaking rules one and two is where you don't talk about it. Wow. So, uh, yeah, I could be in big trouble now. All right, now this guy Buzz wants to talk to you. Here's Buzz in Ohio. Go ahead, Buzz. 9,000 guys to pick on one person. It does bring out the word pussy. Alright, well, here's what he's saying, Tim. It all sounds kind of pussy to him. Second? Uh, the caller said it sounds pussy, but you're saying it's just a goof. No one should take it yeah, seriously. Yeah. No one should take it seriously. I mean, it even, like, on the top of the 4chan website, it says, 
anyone who seriously is a total fool because you know none of it is fucking real. Okay. All of it is just bullshit. And it's just it's just one gigantic goof. And you know a lot of pests are are beetards, and that's what we call ourselves. Anyone who browses the the B section of 4chan are called beetards, and there are thousands, hundreds of thousands of beetards. We're just some of us are more active than others. All right. Um, okay, man. I appreciate it, dude. Thanks, Ryan. Peace. Peace. All right. I had never heard of this stuff before, but Hicks, you are very familiar with it, and everything I, the guy's saying is true. Nine thousand guys could light somebody up. They, uh, they, they're very organized. And when I said, "Hey, let's see if you can get Rustin," Rustin, you panicked at that thought. No, I mean these guys are—they're—they're they're, they're very good at the internet. I don't yeah. know. I mean, I, I like Forge. I don't have a problem with them. I think they're—I think it's fun stuff. It's you great. turned it around real quick, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, you sure did. Well, no, I yeah. just, I've accidentally clicked on and seen some guys getting his head sawed off. And, like, that shit, it just makes me queasy. Yeah, I, I get that. I don't understand why people love that kind of stuff. Well, it seems like that kind of stuff and the, the porn and then that kind of crazy shit gets looped together. And you, can, you can't get fucking hard if you've just seen a guy get his head chopped off. Like, it, it, that shit stays with me for days. But when you can, that's when you'll know that you're too far gone. Exactly. That's when you've uh, lost it all. Uh, we're going to take a break here. Uh, when we get back, uh, we're going to play the uh, the interview with our good friend Salman Burke. Salman Burke, one of the great soul singers of all time, passed away uh, over the weekend. Uh, and we're, we, we're lucky enough that he stopped in and did our show. So uh, when we get back, it's our interview. Two old Philly guys talking to each other. Me and Salman Burke. It's a run and fest show. Ronnie B, Fezzy W. Ronnie Fez. Serious 197, XM202, The Virus. Reaching so deep. Pushing so hard. Gotta see how strong
Mistaking that voice, the the great Salman Burke, uh, in uh, studio with us. How are you, sir? It's good to see you. I am wonderful, yeah. and I'm just, you know, as I said, I'm just wiping my mouth from this cheesesteak in Philly. <laughs> yeah, you came and punished me with that. I love you, man. We love you. We miss you, and uh, so happy to be here with you. Well, it's great to uh, have the opportunity to, to sit down and talk with you. Uh, you know, I brought up the voice, but it's also the style. You can sit in here on a throne. Everybody knows who the king is. It's uh, when it comes to soul music, it's Solomon Burke. And the interesting thing I think about you is you're doing as good as work now as you've been doing your entire career. Well, thank you. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. I'm, I'm blessed. When was the first? When did the first record come out? 1954. Before 1954. Everybody in this building was born. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> at, at that time, uh, they weren't calling it soul. It wasn't no, it was rock just, and roll. It was just a rhythm and blues. Rhythm and blues at that time. Rhythm and blues. So everything was gospel or rhythm and blues or jazz. Mm -hmm. You know, a country and music. It was. What was the tour like when you would go out in those days? You would. Uh, were you playing the Chitlin circuit and all that, or I played the uh, the hot sausage circuit, the chicken <laughs> circuit. The Chitlin circuit was big time. Yeah, that was as big as it got, huh? <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. that was moving up. Yeah. So, at, at, was there a certain point that you even said to yourself, "I can make a living from this," or was it, in those times, just uh, doing what you could do? Well, it was a very, it was a very wonderful experience for me. You, you remember, I came rolling right from the church, mm -hmm. and uh, for me, it was just part of a new ministry mm -hmm. and the beginning of a new journey. And we're still on that journey. So it's still the same journey. Still the same journey, just moving a little higher, step by step, one step at a time. Well, there's always such a, a positive nature connected with you that uh, that people leave uh, your concerts feeling a little bit of church. Thank I you. Think. Thank you. They have to. Yeah. Because it is the message. The message yeah. is love, hope, togetherness, mm -hmm. happiness, and somehow, some way, we're going to make it. Now, was there ever a, a, a problem with the church saying you're going secular, stay with the church, oh, stay absolutely, with gospel? Absolutely, absolutely. In yeah. the early, in the early fifties, of course, you know the church was very uh, upset about it. We uh, 
they didn't like the idea of me being a rhythm and blues artist. And mm -hmm. at that time, you know, from Philadelphia, sure. my manager was Kay Williams on WDAS oh, yeah. Radio. Yeah. Loudmouth Kay Williams, uh, who was the hot blues man in town. So here's this little preacher boy from Philadelphia who wants to sing now. And luckily enough, I was singing songs like This Is It and To yeah. Thee and When I'm All Alone, Christmas Presents from Heaven. I hadn't really got into the good, you know, uh, hot numbers. Right. You know, which I did later on with uh, Walking in a Dream and Why Do Me This Way. But that was like mile compared to, uh, you know, Jimmy Reed and, yeah. you know, John Lee Hooker and all those guys. And you would be, you would also be doing shows with those guys as well. I, right? My first show <laughs> was with uh, uh, Wine Only Blues Harris and Lottie the Body. Wow. And the Snake. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Tippin in New Jersey. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, in uh, in Jersey, would would it be the, the case that a lot of the artists would be on a bus together, or we traveling separately, or that happened for me later? We yeah. originally started out in you know, in the, of course, in the station wagon as mm -hmm. we all did, and then later on, uh, I met a gentleman in the '60s, uh, Henry Wynn out of Atlanta, Georgia, who mm -hmm. who had supersonic attractions, who brought us together with Jackie Wilson, Sam Cooke, Miles wow. Mabley, uh, Pigmeat Markham. You know, Gladys Knight and the Pips, The Temptations, The Four Tops, so great The Supremes, yeah. great you know, music. on one bus. Yeah, great music, great comedy, <laughs> just a giant variety great of show. show. Great yeah. show, $2.50. Yeah. $2.50. You'll and come. None of, those, uh, <laughs> uh, none of those shows were filmed? Were any of them uh, is it, the, you know, film? Isn't that terrible? I yeah. mean, when we think about it today, high tech as we are, how digital we are. Right. And everybody has a camera now. Yeah. If you saw one person with a camera, you had to arrest it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Nobody was allowed to have a camera. Right, it was either the days. news or your mother. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was the first big hit that for you that charted chart and it felt like it started to really be worth it for you? A song called Christmas Presents from Heaven, yeah. my first record. Christmas yeah. Presents from Heaven. And then after that, it was uh, No Man Walks Alone, which... Mm -hmm. We were running neck to neck with a young man by the name of Roy Hamilton. Right. With You Never Walk Alone. Yeah. And then You Can Run But You Can't Hide, written by Joe Lewis. Mm. Wonderful years of the 50s. Yeah, really great stuff. Uh, and like I said, it never has stopped for you. Uh, even though you would be back working with the church and you've had other businesses, singing just has always been there for you. Yes, I've been blessed. Uh, you know, I have twenty-one father of 21 children, mm. 90 grandchildren. And twenty great grandchildren. I'm celebrating the life of life. Yeah. So uh, if everyone gets together, it's quite a task. We're coming to your house. Yeah, right. Everyone gets together. We go to your house and we eat. Yeah. I can't. I don't. We're just going to have to start killing cattle if you, no, if you no. bring the whole family we, together. We we, we stop at uh, at McDonald's and close the door. <laughs> this belongs to us now. Uh, Salman Burke in studio. You've got uh, a new uh, project uh, that you're doing with uh, Willie Mitchell. Willie Mitchell, the man in Memphis, Tennessee, the master. Mm -hmm. 82 years old. 82 years looked old. Looked like he's 19. Yeah. Moves, <laughs> moves like a football player. Right. Um, ingenious. So total positive. I went in to see him. I had known him for like 30 years talking mm -hmm. on the phone. We never met. We always talked about we were going to do this and do that, and very close friends with his son and my kids, very close with his kids. And uh, so I decided after playing Mississippi 
uh, last year that we were going to go in. My daughter says, go see your friend Willie Mitchell. You haven't seen him. So we walk in very quickly and tell you this real quickly. Yeah. We go into the studio to surprise him and for me to meet this great guy, Willie Mitchell, which I thought was being a little old guy, you know, you know, walking on the stick. He walks up <laughs> you know, 40 other words that I can't say on the radio. Yeah. Get your buddy there. And I said, wait, wait, we're going to do? you going to sing something. You know, and we laughed and kicked it around. And we went in the studio and he says, I got a song. So his daughter went over to his house to get a song out of a briefcase from under his bed. He's mm -hmm. just, let me call the musicians. I never in my life seen a man could call the whole group of musicians within an hour. And they all show up. And within 45 minutes, all these guys were there. They were ready. And we recorded a song for fun, which turned into a great project. Mm. And um, I happen to have that song with you. I brought it for you because I wanted you to share with the world I, I would for love, the first time. I would love to play it. Uh, uh, what was the What was the song? You needed me. You needed me. Uh, we'll play this uh, right now. And this is the first time that this, this is going out. Never been on the air anywhere. It's not even finished in the mastering form yet. And you, at, at the point of doing this song, Willie, what? you're gonna kill me, but <laughs> this is my friend. It's a homeboy. I gotta give it to him, baby. No, you, you, you got. You had no idea that within 45 minutes the song would be no, done. The no. musicians didn't. The song no, just came I together. said this is a joke. Sure, I'd be. Lo I'd love to do it. I'd love to sit there where Al Green sit and yeah. Otis Redding. Yeah, let's sit there. Let's have fun. Let's just just play games. No. Cut the mic on. Yeah, let me hear it. Uh, Solomon Berg, you needed me. I cried a tear. Wiped it dry I was confused You cleared my mind I sold my soul You brought it back for me And helped me up And gave me dignity Somehow you needed me you gave me strength to stand alone again, to face the world out on my own again. You put me high upon a pedestal, so high I could almost, almost see eternity. Yes, you needed me You needed me And I can't believe it's you I can't believe it's true I needed you And you were there And I'll never leave Why should I leave Cause I found, left found Someone like you Who really, 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 really cares You held my hand When I was cold When I was lost You told me 
man Turn my lies all back to truth again You even called me friend Salman Burke, the one, the only Salman Burke uh, singing uh, You Needed Me, only had that song for 45 minutes. You had never yeah. heard it before, and then to be able to connect. Never heard it before, and with uh, that, like that. learned that it was an Anne Murray song. Yeah. And we listened to the Anne Murray song uh, for about 10 minutes, and and um, just incredible. I, to me, uh, the thing about you, um, and, and I think it's missing in some of the younger singers. Is that connection that that real soul thing that you're you're telling us you're telling a story, not just hitting notes, but uh, but you're communicating with the audience. Well, you know, we come from an era mm -hmm. uh, where the message is important, right? Where to express ourselves spiritually, physically, and mentally. If it's in a song, or if it's in a writing, or a DJing, or mm -hmm. however that you may do it, it comes from the heart. There's no other place for it to come. Yeah. And when it comes from the heart, then it comes from the soul. And that's what makes it different. That's why it's hard to repeat. Mm. You can't repeat it the same feeling. You just don't repeat it over and over and over again unless you capture it right. on tape or on disc or on film. So uh, for you, every concert is different. Every Everyone, concert, every, every song is different every time you sing. Every it. absolutely one. If, if you're if you're bootlegging my records, man, you better come to all the shows. <laughs> you're not, you're not going to get the you're same song. You're not going to get the same song. <laughs> Something's going to change. Uh, when people come out to their shows, are there sh songs that you feel like you have to do the fans? Absolutely. Uh, what, absolutely. What's a song that you feel like you've you got to do for that? Well, you have to do just out of reach. You have to do When I Lost My Baby, I Almost Lost My Mind. You have to do If You Need Me. You have to do Got to Get You Off My Mind. You got to do Cry to Me. No. got to do Everybody Needs Somebody. And you have to do Don't Give Up On Me. Yeah. And it just goes on. And you, once you start one song, somebody in the audience is going to say something else. Yeah. And my shows turn into special request shows. You, you'll, you'll just re react Absolutely. to the audience. Absolutely. I have my guitar player, Sam Mayfield, has been with me now for 35 years. Yeah. And his job, and he's proud of it, he brags about it, that he has to wait there for the request. Mm. You know, just sit there and not bandstand and wait till somebody says a request, and he has to know it. Now, when he doesn't know it, <laughs> I get happy. I find him $250. <laughs> So you believe in in uh, throwing a stick around? A Absolutely. Yeah. You know that's you, you know we have thank God to my daughter Candy, mm -hmm. who directs the band. It's not my band anymore; it's her band. Mm -hmm. And uh, when I walk, all I have to do is just walk on stage. Yeah. And when she says, "Dad, you're on," they've rehearsed forty numbers. It's done. Let's do it. Yeah. 
and uh, that's it's God in us. But you know, it's kind of interesting because you like you brought up "Don't Give Up on Me." That's almost like a standard for you now. now. It is, yes, and it came so late in your career. Yes, it's it's a, a miracle song for us mm-hmm. and a miracle song for me. Um, I was signed to a label called Fat Possum. Yeah. Uh, another incredible story. It'd take at least a week for me to stay here and tell these stories. This is, you know, an amazing moment in time. Uh, but the Don't Give Up On Me has become such a great... It was my first Grammy. Yeah, your first my Grammy. My first award. Grammy. Uh, first million-selling record for us. Wow. Um, completely around the world and still selling to this day. And the most requested song along with the the standards. Yeah. Well, it was really interesting to see that. I mean, some people, I guess, would view it as a comeback, or some, like you said, some of it even peaked. But I, I remember seeing you do that song on Letterman and just oh, seeing you. him get blown away by it. Thank you. Seeing Paul Schaefer from the band. And that's oh, what I, I, great. I, I think is interesting about you saying, you know, uh, that um, Mr. Mitchell could put the the song the, the band together so quick because I'm telling you I can't imagine anyone playing an instrument in this country and hearing you've got the choice the chance to record with Salman Burke and not hopping in the car and driving there you know just as quickly as they could. It was incredible. I mean, we wound up then staying for three. How much candy was it? Three extra days. Three extra days. And we're we're writing songs, uh, Candy and Sophia and I. We're writing songs in the car <laughs> to go back to the studio to have some more fun with these musicians yeah. that are just so excited. They're buying pizza and everything else. I <laughs> never had anybody buy me pizza. You know, I always paid for the pizza myself. You know, but uh, what, a, what a fun time. All right, we got another uh, song. And this is Love Sessions. And by the way, That's uh, it. you can check out uh, any of this stuff, too, on the King uh, Solomon Burke uh, website, thekingsalmonburke.com. But this one uh, is called Everything About You. And, I, and believe this is dedicated to my grandchildren. Yeah. <laughs> Especially one little granddaughter whose name is Kylene. Mm-hmm. And um, she's got some new shoes, mm-hmm. uh, you know, for a seven-year-old girl with the, with the new little high heel shoes for a special event, you know. Yeah. So I, and I, so I like your shoes, you know, so this is to my kids and to all the kids out there and to all those who need somebody to love. I like the way you walk I like the way you talk I love the way you move I love your shoes
Everything about you. That's off of uh, Love Sessions that you did with uh, Willie, Willie Mitchell. Mitchell. It's a world premiere right here. Unbelievable. Five well, decades serious in. Serious radio. Yeah. Five decades in, and it sounds as good, if not better, than it's ever sounded Thank before. You. Thank you. Uh, and there's a reason they call you the king, because well, uh, you still reign. It's still well, happening. God bless you. Thank you. You know, uh, uh, from what I understand, you're in town right now to meet with the... Harlem Boys and Girls uh, choir. Alumni Choir. Yes, yes, we're getting ready to do a great CD and video with them. And a world tour mm -hmm. starting next year. We're planning next year, so we're getting ready. My daughter's the president of the record company, uh, mm -hmm. Candy. And uh, we're here with uh, Candy and my daughter, Victoria. So and, this is uh, going to be back in the gospel? You this is going to be a big gospel, yeah. gospel uh, commercial album. Christian gospel album. Is yes. it easy for you to slide back and forth? I don't slide. I stay. <laughs> you stay. Yeah, I stay steady. Yeah, and and uh, bring the message forth. So no matter what, where you're working from, no matter what genre you're working from, it doesn't make any difference. I'm yeah. going to keep God in it because that's the only way I survive. Without God, I'm nothing. You know, yeah. without the God and the people, there's no me. This came to you uh, as a young man, too? Your faith came to you as a young person? Well, I was born in the church. Uh -huh. My grandmother was my mentor and still is. And uh, she's been deceased since 1954. Mm -hmm. But spiritually, that's my uh, that's my backbone. And no, no time have you ever had any doubts. I mean, you must see it around. Oh, you. you have doubts when you go yeah. to the bank and there's no money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you have the faith to yeah. hold on and say, "This too shall change." This, and you yeah. and you always feel that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I want to play another track here too that you did with Thank the, you. the Blind Boys of Alabama. Yes. 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 Um, how did that all come together? You were now, are you talking about Clarence Fountain? Yeah. We stole Clarence Fountain from the five blind boys mm -hmm. and brought him out. He was getting ready to retire, and he wasn't going to sing anymore. And we got Sam Butler, who was originally with him years ago, put him together and changed their whole approach and a whole new sound. And this is what we came up with. It's a hot CD for him now. Yeah. It's just falling on the market. Stepping up and stepping out with uh, Clarence Fountain and Sam Butler and the boys. Yeah, and this one's called "Do What the Lord Say Do." Yeah, do what the Lord say. They were with me with the uh, the big festival in New Orleans. Yeah, uh, two days ago. Yeah, they rocked the house and they w and went over big. Rocked huh? the house. Clarence is a monster. He still got hair, man. <laughs> he still got hair. <laughs> All right, let's take a listen. What the Lord said to you, what the Lord said to I tried lying, I tried gambling, I tried everything under the sun. I'm going to do what the Lord said to you, what the Lord said to you. Lord, I'm going 
That's from uh, Stepping Out. Stepping, stepping Up Stepping Out. Stepping Up and Stepping Out. The track is uh, Do What the Lord Say Do. That's due out in August. you got so many August projects. August 25th, yeah. So on, many projects. Try Scott the One, yeah. yeah. And all this stuff you can find out from your uh, website, From too. our website and also Clarence Fountain's website. Is that right, girls? Yeah. Yeah, Clarence. Yeah. Uh, you got the girls keeping you uh, in line, too. They are the, the only ones that keep me in line. Yeah. You know, they're my bosses. I mean, I'm, I'm just, I just show up. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you take it off from here. You're heading up to Harlem. We're on our way now to yeah. uh, to the church and rock it a little bit, and then we're out of here and making two more stops across the country and uh, and back home uh, for a big 
ninth uh, program for the uh, wounded veterans. Well, I'll tell you something. Anywhere you are is church because you just take hey. it with you. you take amen, it with amen, you. amen. <laughs> Thanks so much. We for love you. This. Thank you so much. God bless God you. God bless you, my friend. All the best. I'm so happy to be here tonight. So glad to be in your wonderful city. And I have a little message for you. And I want to tell every woman and every man tonight that's ever needed someone to love. That's ever had somebody to love. That's ever had somebody to understand. That's ever had someone that needs your love all the time. Someone is with you when they're up. an incredible limb claiming that men sweat more than women. I'm Fez Watley, and these are experiences in sweating. Well, thank you, National Study people. You really cracked the code on this one, wind talkers. Men sweat more than women. This is something I hadn't figured out growing up as a kid in Florida and spending most of my life like I had just left a wet t-shirt contest. And a sweaty shirt is one thing. I've sweated through jeans before. What's nice is to go home at the, end of the, uh, at the end of the day and wring out your pants. Of course, summertime is the worst. I usually spend the summer months looking like the evil senator from X-Men who turns into a pool of his own fluids. Speaking of pools, it's never good when you jump in and somehow add more liquid. 
And I never went to summer camp. I wanted to, but they were afraid I'd flood it. But time of year really doesn't matter to my sweaty metabolism. In winter, I've never been able to make snow angels. As soon as I wave my arms, they melt. But that's what happens when your antiperspirant is actually just two tiny buckets tied under each arm. And I don't have to blow out the candles on my birthday cake. I just lean my forehead over it. I sweat. A lot. I go into a grocery store. They put down paper and plastic. They make me wear one of their caution wet floor signs on the back of my pants while I'm shopping. I don't see a doctor. I need a plumber. So thanks so much for this enlightening study on perspiration. It's brought back so many wonderful experiences in sweating. That's our own Fez Watley. I didn't pick up on this. Do you sweat much or you don't sweat? I couldn't tell from what you were talking about. I sweat a lot. No, when you said that when you make snow angels and you move your arms, they melt? Yes. Your arms melt? No, the snow angels melt. The snow turns to water. Gotcha. All right, Fez Watley sweats a bit. Now, that study said that men sweat more than women. Mm-hmm. What about black women? I think it's still more. I don't know. I'd like to see that one. Hicks, who do you think sweats the most? Um, Hispanic men, I think, sweat the most. Uh, I got another one. What about Greek children? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I saw some Greek kids that were just so damn sweaty. Uh, and Ethiopians across the board. Ethiopians are big sweaters. All right, 866-RUN. Well, thank you for that, by the way, Fez. And I hope the fat cats in Washington were listening, because they better start and change their ways. Um, I just wanted to throw this out here quickly, and like I said, I did not have time to watch my Sunday night shows. I'm going to do that tonight, so don't worry. But I'm worrying a little bit. Uh, I'm going to bring up something to you now. You're going to think I'm drinking again, but I am not. <laughs> I think Saturday Night Live has been very funny this year. Wait, what? Saturday Night Live has been getting very, very big laughs. They had that Jane Lynch on the other I night. I saw that. They should hire her straight out. It was a fucking hysterical show. I saw her name on there like in the little, uh, when they tell you who's on. I almost went over. <laughs> she killed. She killed on the show. Uh, the week before, uh, you had Breaking Bad. He oh. did a fantastic job. And before that, you had the uh, girl from Parks and Recreation killed. So three shows, three killers. And you know how they always write uh, Saturday Night Dead in uh -huh. a bad review? Yeah. I was thinking about this as my review would be Saturday Night Live. Oh. Just the opposite of death because I think the show is, uh, is doing well. All right. Uh, here's a story out uh, Hicks. And you're a man who does not enjoy getting behind the wheel of a car. No, no, not not usually. No, not part of America's car culture. <laughs> no, I like the subway. Yeah, I understand. New York. The thing is, get everywhere I want to go. All five boroughs. Yeah, but what if you decide you want to go to the Poconos <laughs> or Niagara Falls? You're not. There's no subway that runs there. Now Google is rocking something brand new. I had to reread this a couple times. I couldn't All believe right. it. Self. Driving cars. Oh, They've got seven test cars that have driven a thousand miles without any human intervention and for 140,000 miles with only the occasional human 
control where you're going like this. Holy shit. <laughs> the fucking Google, I can't trust it. <laughs> Jerk the wheel. It just starts <laughs> to spin a little bit in a circle. But there's going to be big money in this because, number one, yeah. uh, when they get to the end of this, you're not going to have car crashes. And then, two... They are going to be able to line the cars up on the highway any fucking way they please. So you're going to be cruising down to Florida two inches away from somebody in front of you. That's somebody two inches shit. behind. And they're going to turn our highways into basically uh, just the opportunity to go, I'm on a train. <laughs> I have my own compartment on a train. Now, if you think of it that way, you'll get rid of... The four seats, where really you'll just like maybe just have seats facing okay, each other. Yeah. Oh, wow, holy shit. You know, shit. like set it up where it's, it'll be set up like a living room. Yeah. Have a beanbag chair in there. I guess no more drunk driving either. Drunk driving, this will be perfect for bars because you'll just get in. Now, the problem is, you know, when you do your Google search, you might be drunk and just write hell. <laughs> and then, you know, you'll crash. But apparently, this will just be like you do the trip finder or anything now. You'll just write in exactly where you're going. You'll lock it, and Google will get you home. The problem is this. A guy like myself, when I have a vacation, because I do live in Manhattan, I love the open road. Yeah. I love not just having Google take me from one place to another. I like to explore the place I call the United States of America. And then I also love the feel... Of being out there driving, cruising, saying to myself, I want to take this left, or I want to slow down and look at this, or I don't, I'm bored, let me speed up. All that's going to be gone yeah. because I'll be Googling. Now, now, also, I'll ask you this, the American people, do you even want this? 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Fez, you sweat quite a bit, right? Yes, I do. So this would be perfect for you. I don't care how relaxing they make the interior of this car where you could go to sleep because you're being driven. I wouldn't be able to rest All knowing right. the computer is driving this thing. Yes, but right now you are trusting a Pakistani to drive you over a bridge into a city. I mean, let's face it. The entire thing when we were kids of wealthy meant you had someone driving you. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, I'm in the back of a long car, <laughs> and some guy... Um, Jeeves, do me a favor and drive me there. So we <laughs> love the idea of someone else driving you. Now, again, you trust a fucking cab driver. You've never seen this guy before in your life. You get in the car with him. Um, and you brought this up many times. You're a panicky driver. Yeah. I mean, just imagine the rest of us knowing how Fez's personality is, mm -hmm. that he's going to merge with us at certain points. <laughs> it's uh, scary. Um, let's go over to our good friend, Tom in Madison. Tom, do you want this or don't you want it? Yeah, absolutely. I think in the right application, it'd be great. I think it time, money, fuel, lives. A great job on Solomon Burke. That was awesome, Ronnie. But, oh. yeah, I think it's a good idea. Um in, in a city environment, I think it'll work great. Well, uh, actually, it'll probably more, it would probably come up even better on that open road where, let's suppose you're going to Florida, at the normal point that you would stop and say, I need to sleep, fuck it, just cruise control, 
crawl into the back sleep, and uh, sleep your ass off. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Now, this does bring up the fact of not only can you be drunk and get home from the bar. Hell yeah. You can keep a cold fucking cooler in your <laughs> car at all times now. You can start drinking and drinking hard the second work is over. You'll be drunk before you get home. <laughs> if you've got a one-hour commute, fuck it. That's not 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Do you want these Google cars? Uh, I'm not making this up. I saw it over the weekend, and Google is already doing this. They're already pulling it off. Bob in North Carolina, you're on running Fez. Hey, gentlemen. Uh, first off, Fez, you sound great. And uh, second, we already have this all this technology. It's going on in the skies right now. You've got your autopilot. You just program in where you want to go. It takes you there. And then we have this thing called TCAS, uh, Traffic Collision Avoidance System, mm-hmm. where the planes actually talk to each other to make sure they don't hit each other. Right. So the technology is already there. Yeah, so the cars would be doing this on their own. They're deciding who merges, who doesn't. Um, you're not going to have to, once this is done properly, yeah. because, again, you know, there are some nights, even now, my internet just fucking runs so slow, <laughs> and I don't want my car fucking up like that. Uh, Scott, you're on running Fez. Uh, I don't want to shatter any dreams, guys. I mean, I'd love to see it happen, too, but I'm going to tell you why it's not going to work. There's too much money in this country based off of tickets from police officers. And not to mention all their cruisers and all the companies that make the products for police officers that would put them out of business. If there's no tickets to write, we don't have any cops, and I don't think this country would ever let that happen. Guys. That That is really an interesting idea that I didn't think of because of even the safety issue, right? Suppose the safety issue gets worked out. We stop having so many car accidents. Does that start and fuck up the insurance business? Oh man! And the new car business, as well as the funeral business. When you think of it, how many businesses are tied in with the fact that Americans fuck up when they drive? I, it didn't even dawn on me that this is going to. You're no longer going to. You know, you pull over. You run that red light. I didn't, officer. This stupid fucking car did. The robot, it's the robot's fault. Google would Sue, have to get the ticket. Sue fucking Detroit. Uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, John, Florida, you're on Fez. Yeah, this would be great. I'm a truck driver, and, and it would benefit uh, uh, greatly. But, you know, who would benefit more is old Chris Stanley over there. You know, he could be hungover, just climbing the car. And then get taken to church, and he wouldn't have to worry about wrecking anybody. Well, here's the other thing. Now, for you weekend dads, you have the car drop them off. Have the car drop off the kids. Oh, man. That's great. You got a little pal talk camera on, so you make sure they're not fucking <laughs> rolling down the windows or anything. But really, at that point, anybody that could get online would be able to drive a car. Uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Kyle, you're on the Run of Fez show. Well, let, me just, let me just put down my uh, turkey club. Fucking I, uh, starving for some turkey. What about the human, uh, the human thing in this where, you know, uh, say something falls off a car in front of you, the bumper falls off and it's on the road, you've then got to swerve, you know, split-second uh, reaction time. In the article I read, the 
reaction time of the robot car was faster and better than a human reaction time. Um, well, what about if, I, uh, if you get cut off by a, uh, a colored gentleman or someone else? Does it stick a finger up as well? Uh, that I don't understand. I don't know whether it's going to be mad at other cars <laughs> or what you're going to be doing. I mean, just think how that wastes time. But let's suppose a guy has an hour and a half commute. He could set up that car very nicely so he's napping for his hour and a half. Oh, that's sick. Just be able to fucking sleep, come away to work. It's the best thing ever. Or you got a laptop in there, you're doing your work, you're able to talk on the f fucking phone now or do text. It's almost like a um, actual... Uh, it's, it's basically like having a move-in office. Uh, Chris, you're on Run of Fez. Chris. Yeah, yeah, hey, buddy. Fez, you sound like a million bucks. Hey, they already tried this on Total Recall. Remember they had the Johnny Cab and Arnold drove around in it? Well, not only that, but they also did it in the Tom Cruise one. Uh, Minority, Minority Report. Report. Minority oh. Report, says the stereo. Minority Report had that where occasionally he would ask for controls back, yeah. and then he would give the controls over. And then suddenly the cars in that were going like 200 miles an hour. Oh, hell yeah. Because you don't have to worry anymore. Um... 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Here's Bill in Georgia. Hey, Ronnie, all those cops that lose their jobs, they could move down to Florida and get a job at the liquor stores with the drive through windows. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> ah! Fuck you, cops! Ah! <laughs> ah! <laughs> ah! <laughs> ah! 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 Here I'm running Fez. Hey, Rod, you're talking about the insurance companies and the uh, policemen. Then you've got the ERs with the uh, wrecks. You've got wrecker services. You've got paint and body shops. You've got these guys who fix the guardrails on the sides of the roads when they do have a wreck. That's going to put a bunch of people out of work. No, absolutely, but look how many things Google's already put out of work. The movie business. Uh, well, any business. Magazines, yeah, newspaper, newspapers, print. radio, TV. You fucking name it, people are on the dole right now. Uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Ronnie, New York City, you're on Ron Fez. Yeah, I was wondering about motorcycle riders. I mean, that's the whole thing. I mean, the freedom of getting out there on your motorcycle. Yeah, they will now the have the freedom of riding a little hobby horse from one town to the next. <laughs> They're going to look like children. <laughs> now, but here's the good thing for motorcycle riders. Wouldn't it feel better to you to know that you're surrounded by people that can drive other than what, you know, let's face it. Every time a biker gets in an accident, it's because some guy panics around a bike. I've been in cars where I've seen people freak out, freak yeah. out oh, because yeah. a, there's a fucking motorcycle next to them. Um, Jarrett, Texas, you're on Run of Fez. Hey, Ronnie. Hey, Fezzy. Uh, this is the first time I've been hearing about the cars doing this, but... Uh... I don't know. I work on. I'm a farmer in Texas. We've been doing this with tractors for five years now. I mean, you get to the end of the field, you just hit a button. What do you do when you you just sit on the tractor while it's happening? Right. You just get to the end of the field, you hit a button, and it lines up and satellite guides all the way to the end. And then what do you do the whole time you're on the tractor? Just smoke. <laughs> smoke, jack off. It's whatever. But yeah, I can't jack off on a tractor. <laughs> um, Simon in Canada, you're on a fez. Hey, Ronnie. Hey, Benny. 
Uh, what are you going to do when the highway closes for some kind of emergency, like somebody throws himself off the bridge or something like that? Oh, are yeah, okay, now we can't use it. There? Dude, it's going well, to be, in the same yeah, way, it's somebody, going it's going to be talking with the other uh, drivers, and it's going to be talking with the main traffic computers in every yeah, town. It's satellite updates nonstop. It'll know. It's going to know a lot more than you know right now. Um, I'm afraid I'm going to get locked in. And locked in what? Like inside the car. Like for some reason I'll think that, you know, uh, make sure the car is secure and then I can't get back out of it. You ever have a car with automatic locks? Mm-hmm. Were you able to get out? Yeah. All right, same deal. Uh, here's someone who just calls himself Officer. Here on my Fez. Hey, what's up, buddy? Uh, what could be better than slamming a Googlebot out of a car and hooking him up? John Connor, that motherfucker. Oh, boy. Well, I guess if there's a way... Uh, the cops will be able to do it. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, Cliff in Little Rock, you're in Fez. Hey, guys. Thanks for Solomon Burke. That was awesome. Oh. Um, I think, you know, economically, we create jobs for, like, those custom vans with warriors painted on the side and all that. That's full down bed. You could bang all the way to work. And then um, also, like, a Winnebago on cruise control. Get up, take a dump, grab a, you know, a, a Frosty out of the fridge. Uh, yeah, you're exactly right. A, a Winnebago now will be every bit as good as having an apartment. <laughs> it's a fucking party mobile. Right, because normally, like, when you do have that, everybody's having fun in the back except for one person. Who's <laughs> fucked. But again, I don't hate driving. I think driving, for me, partic- particularly vacation driving, mm-hmm. has always been the most relaxing thing in the world. And I love to get out on the road for a couple of days and road trip it. So this is going to be very strange for me. Um, Brad, in Iowa, you're on a Fez. Hey, I was just wondering, can you uh, control the speed on these things? Can you make it go faster or slower? Can you, can you control right the speed on a train? I'm going to say no. You're going to leave it up to them. I mean, you don't say this. Uh, I want to make a telephone call, but I want it to take it longer. No, you're going to be giving over that kind of thing. And you'll be cruising through the wine country at about 2.55. Damn. You know? Whoa! What was that? <laughs> a vineyard, maybe? Yeah. Or if you just happen to see, like, your cousin waving to you, <laughs> hey, he needs a ride. Fuck him. We're already gone. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, Mike, Tennessee, you're on Fez. Well, this is just going to totally fuck up NASCAR. Well, maybe NASCAR can have one driver that could beat the machine. That would be great. Uh, John Henry of NASCAR drivers, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Look who it is. It's our good buddy, GVAC. Hey, G. Hey, good afternoon, gentlemen. Ron, I am so against this. Uh, I'm, I'm like you in the fact that I love exploring. I'm in sales, and when I go to a new territory, I don't have a GPS. I don't take a map. I love finding different ways, different routes, getting to know an area. And if, if they cut down on car accidents, I'm out, of a, I'm out of a livelihood. I sell auto body parts. It really will be strange because the audio, auto body parts business at least is going to take a giant fucking hit. And then, of course, this car is going to say to itself, you know, literally, probably be able to have itself serviced. Yeah, and I, I like, I enjoy driving. I love it. And I actually, I like, I like driving a stick shift better than an automatic even. I like yeah. being in control. 
And I don't know. So you're just giving up control like that, but that's not you, for me. Now you sound like an old cowboy. They're fencing <laughs> up the West. <laughs> Give me the open road, baby. Let me explore. That's why I like it. There was one thing that you were right about, uh, the sweep, j Uh Yeah, congratulations. Well, what are you going to do? Uh, yeah. You run into a buzzsaw this time. but uh, You uh, know, all I pray is please, please beat the Yankees. Please. Well, who knows? I mean, that that means if you even get there. And the Yankees are the greatest team, the greatest organization in the history of sports. Oh, you can't boy. get around that. You cannot get around that they're the greatest thing that ever happened. You can hate them. You oh. can hate them all, they, all you want. Mm. All right, G-Back. Fuck the machine. Right. Fuck the machine. Oh, I'm sorry, G-Back. I hate, I hate that that happened to you. Uh, 866 ron 0 866 Ron Zero Fez. Uh, Michael in Asheville, you're on Ron Fez. Yeah, I was wondering what might happen when you go through a tunnel, you know, just like with your XM, you lose your signal for a few minutes. Or... Well, you know, it, here in New York, they're putting more and more stuff in tunnels where you can get Wi-Fi in yeah, tunnels. Phones. You can get your phones in tunnels because people don't wish to be caught off for even a, a second. But you never are able to deal with technology by looking backwards. Now, there were certain people that would say right away, but my horse knows me. He knows the way home. My horse is a friend. You don't see people heading down the highway in a horse. It's always the new technology. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Here's Dave. Dave, you're on run fez yeah, will you be able to send your Google car out with nobody in it to go pick up some beer and some weed? Not only that, but some fat girl where it's just like oh, cool. 3 o'clock in the morning and you're going like this. I'm sending a car over, <laughs> load your ass in here and be in here quick, and then it's leaving in 15. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Here's Jen in New York. You're on Run Fez. Hey, uh, what happens when you have this transition that you've got going on and, you know, you're driving by and some jackass that has one of these new cars is drinking a bottle of whiskey and you cause an accident? Well, how's that going to cause an accident? Because the people who don't have these cars are going to look over and, and freak out because they see somebody standing there with a drinking or, you know, sleeping while they're driving. You know, dude, I've seen my dad drinking behind the wheel and we never had any problems. Some people can do it. I know that makes the mad mothers uh, upset, but it can be done. You know you've driven yourself home drunk before. Uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Um, Jeremy. Jeremy, you're on run fez Hey, the boys. What's happening? What do you say, buddy? Hey, uh, man, I drive a, uh, a garbage truck down here, man. That, that can get kind of weird, you know? How's that going to work out? There goes my job. It's you're done, brother. You're done. We just take a regular garbage truck, two train monkeys, yep. and you guys are out of business. Sorry. Ow. I don't want to do that to you. You, cops, bus drivers, delivery guys, all done. Join the rest of us who've watched our entire industries get destroyed. Um, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866 Ron Zero Fez. Dave, New York City. Hello? Uh, big Show in Canada. You're Ron Fez. What's happening, everybody? I uh, just wanted to uh, say, like, I love the Knight Rider idea, but, like, 
why have we gotten so goddamn lazy we need a computer to drive us around? And so what would happen if literally, like, we have a massive power outage and no generators work? And Look, shit just goes all haywire. You know what? When this came up years ago, when people would have to learn how to start a fire with sticks, and then they come up with matches and the lighter, and everyone's like, this is great. And then everybody else says, what are you going to do when you don't have a lighter? You're going to die in the woods. if you... It's very true. But how many motherfuckers do you know that can start a fire with two sticks? None. Technology takes over. And yes, we are lazy. We've always been lazy. Uh, Jordan, Houston, you're in front of Yeah, isn't this whole thing messing with Darwinism and natural selection? We are. This is it. Natural selection now has to do with smarts and how well you can interact with a computer. And a person like you, Jordan, who doesn't want to go along, Darwin will come down on you like a fuck. You are the one. You are the one who's going to be put out on an island to starve away from the rest of the tribe. I don't like it, but it's coming. It's happening, and it's happening. Faster than ever. How many times have we seen movies that say, don't fuck with robots. Don't fuck with robots. Robots will get you. I wonder, if it'll, I wonder if it'll check your body weight while you're in the car and then try to keep you out of the drive-thru. We'll have to, uh, yeah, we'll probably have to fucking deal with your own appetite. But getting back to the robot thing. For generations and generations, we've known not to do robots. Now, at one time, we our biggest competitors used to be the Japanese. Oh, they're building transistor radios yeah. better than us. They're building uh, TVs better than us. You know. Oh, now they're they're buying up Los Angeles. And then, in about the 1980s, you stop hearing about Japan. They've been quiet as shit. <laughs> And the reason why, they're building giant robots. Oh, no. They're building robots that look like babies. They're building robots that look like sharks. That can dance. Yeah, they're building giant bug robots. There's no stopping the Japanese. Oh. And they're going to show up with these robots. And we're going to say to ourselves, why didn't we fucking bomb them before the robots came out? 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Daniel, Oklahoma, you're on Run Fez. Hey, if you want job security from the robot overlords, become a barber. Robots will never cut hair. Well, first of all, you're in Oklahoma. So a fucking can opener, electric can opener can cut hair out there. <laughs> I don't know why they can't keep it together. Shag is still happening. Looks good. Uh, 866 run zero fez 866 run zero fez Jason in Texas, you're on the Run of Fez show. Ronnie, let me ask you a question. The reality is happening. Come on. I mean, what about all the cars pre the time they they, they make this happen? How are all those other cars going to get this type of technology? They cost billions to do it. They will, of course, run those people off the road. Look around now. You see many El Caminos on the road? Nope. You see muscle cars? What do cars look like? The same. You used to be able to fucking walk down the road, tell the fucking make of a car coming at you. Now they all look exactly the same. Moving dull boxes. 
Ron Zero Fez. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Bill, Boston, you're on the Ron and Fez show. First off, thank you for awakening me to the robot revolution, Ron. It's a bug planet! Go ahead. I want to know what happens to my job. I drive a truck to go fix trucks that break down. I mean, is there anything left for me? What will happen, 3 o'clock in the morning, your doors will be kicked open, and robots will drag you into the street, where robot dogs will then tear you apart. Oh, no! There's nothing you can do about it. The future is coming, and they're coming after all of us. It's a cyborg future. Uh, Carl, Minnesota. Yeah, I'm just wondering what's going to happen when we get a big snowstorm and this thing can't detect snow and ice on the road. I'm just going to be one of those ham and eggers in the ditch again, just like everybody else. See, look, here's the problem. It's just in the same way of they're going, oh, you think you can put a robot on an assembly line? Never will be as good as a human. I've heard that kind of shit the whole time I was a kid. Uh -uh. When I was a kid... You would go into a factory, thousands of people would work in that factory. Go into a factory now, there's two or three people. There's robot arms just flying around all over the just place. Just robot arms beating the shit out of everything that the humans used to do. Why are they so much better than us? There's only a couple things that they're not better than us, and that's drum circles okay. and improv. 866 Run zero fez eight six six, run zero fez, Mark in Texas. Yeah, Ronnie. Yes. I was just wondering if this uh, technology is EDS, which is uh, the same stuff they use on the trains. I have no idea what the technology is. The good people at Google are not sharing that with me. God forbid. Um, because then it would be the oil companies as well. Because basically it's magnet electromagnetics that propel these trains without touching it. And that's where these automatic cars have been talked to for the last decade, uh, talked about for the last decade. And it's basically going to eliminate highways. They can bury basically, it'll be a field, and your car going on top of the field with these buried magnets to propel your car along. It's uh, insane. Crazy. It's insane. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. John in Virginia, you're on Run-A-FEZ. Hey, buddy. Hey, listen, Ronnie, will there be different class levels of these cars, like, you know, a shitbox Pinto or a real pimped-out Rolls-Royce? They haven't brought that up yet, but rich people always have nicer stuff. That you're not going to get around that. And then, within, they said, 10 years, everybody will be wearing some kind of uniform. What? Probably white. A Google uniform? I don't know what it is, but the people in the future don't like to have a lot of different clothes. They like one single monochronomic fucking uniform. I want to wear a jumpsuit. Kenny Allen, you're on the Run of Fez show. Let's pretend that I'm a giant robot and I am in control of all you guys and I will tell you what you can have for breakfast. Now, why would there be a 45-year-old Kenny Allen? No! things you're not this old kenny no i am i'm a giant robot uh will we ever get over the loss of kenny allen was anyone ever any better and what's that boy up to now eight six why did fez leave us storm uh, robot talk i don't know scary He's, robot talk he could be scared i'm kind of scared what's he feel like he could do in the booth right now 
Fez, are you in the booth? Yes. And what reason? Um, I just came in here to uh, to get my bearings. What happened? How'd you lose your bearings in the, in here? I was just I was just freezing up, so I figured just get out of there for a second. I thought you did great. You had that fucking drive-through line. I loved. So I just felt you know I better just get up for a second. Do you remember your drive-through line? Uh huh. It was rocking. So I yeah it's uh so it was just one of those things. Eight six six Ron zero Fez, eight six six Ron zero Fez. Let's talk to a member of the resistance, our own Big E. Big E. Hey, what's up, Ron and B? What are we gonna it's do, man? There's only one thing to do. Yeah. Take take out Google while we got the chance, while we still got the chance to prevent the Holocaust. Take them out right now. It does seem like they're gonna be running everything. Yeah. It's gonna be Google, Facebook. Skynet. Take them out. All right. The resistance is growing. There's not many of us, but the ones that we have are dedicated. I'm telling you right now, this is a bug planet, Johnny Rico. Oh, Jesus. A bug planet. Is there a brain bug? Uh, eight, six, I hope so. <laughs> it's afraid. <laughs> it's afraid. <laughs> um, Josh, you're on the Ron Fez show. Hey, Ronnie. How you doing? Yeah. Hey, uh, Sirius is in all these cars now. Are you guys going to start delivering us video if we just get to sit back and, you know, kick our feet up while we're driving? You don't, I don't want to talk about this. I'm actually not supposed to talk about it, oh. but there is a way of dealing with this. Sirius is going to have a Southside Johnny and the Ashbury uh, Jukes fucking thing. So uh, that'll be the new channel. Wait. Were you out in front of the applause that far? Yeah. Mm. 866 Ron Zero Fez. 866 Ron Zero Fez. Yeah, so new Southside Johnny. It's the Asbury Dukes or the Asbury Jukes? I can't even remember now. I think it's the Jukes. We're having a party. Um, Roscoe, you're on Ron Fez. Yes, this would be great for like disabled folks. Or old people that shouldn't drive or can't drive? Well, first of all, we won't have disabled places. people. They'll have robot legs. They'll be cyborgs. Oh. And old people, it'll be easier because we're just going to put their brains in jars with some kind of glowing liquid. They'll like that, I think. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Here's Mike in Green Bay. You're on the Run Fez show. Yeah, Ronnie, they already got robots doing all kinds of different surgeries on people. I know. It's called Robot Doctors from Space. Mm. <laughs> Where did these... When did this technology kick in like this? And why is the only thing that we're going to be able to control is drum circles for ourselves? <laughs> Dennis, you're on the Ron Fez show. Hey, I'm actually looking forward to when it's no longer Logan's run, but Google's run. And when we turn 30, we end up on the carousel. You know, the little lights that change in our hand. That's something to look forward to. I had an idea for something called Charlie, Charlie Logan's run, um, named after the great broadcaster. But A, he left XM, and then B, no one remembers Logan's run. So <laughs> my, my entire concept <laughs> went into the shithouse. Um, Todd, Detroit, Panic in Detroit. You're on the Run of Fez show. 
Ronnie, how are we supposed to cruise for chicks? Um, I don't know, Fonzie. Maybe you'll come up with an idea. You're talking about the extinction of mankind. First of all, well, yes, it is. It is the, the end times. But even looking at it this way. Now, we just sat around and talked to a lot of young men today who would rather masturbate looking at their computer than meet women. How quick do you think these guys are going to be more than satisfied having sex with robot sluts? Oh, that would blow up real quick. Within days. <laughs> Within days. And you're just going to walk into Billy Staples and he'd have his arm out all happy about having a robot whore on his arm. And why shouldn't he? He did not do well with his own species. Why wouldn't he enjoy a robot slut? Um, 866 Run Zero Fez 866 Run Zero Fez Diego Arizona, you're on the Fez. Hey, Ronnie, Google announced actually the way they're funding this is they just came up with the invention of smoke pants. No! Scene um, 866 Run Zero Fez. Here's Wes. Hi, Fez, you like clapping in the other room now? Yeah, I was clapping for. For the scene. All right. So, you are still involved. Yes. Great. Uh, what do you got, Wes? Well, I was just wondering, when we move up to robot cars, do the Amish get to move up to regular cars? Well, remember, the Amish are against all machinery. They may be the only survivors. You think, on their shitty farms? Those, those farms are actually beautiful. Are they? Yeah. I've only seen Kingpin. No, they, so they actually have beautiful farms. All right, we're going to be uh, getting going right now. We want to leave you uh, frightened. But there is only one way to go out, and that is with the King of Soul. Salman Burke, I am, I can't tell you, it's one of the happiest things in my life to have the chance to meet you. And I brought this up earlier today. If Salman Burke is in heaven, then we ain't got one, folks. <laughs> then nobody gets in. Uh, so... Let's head this out with the great Salman Burke. Don't give up on me. We'll see you guys tomorrow. If I fall short If I don't make the grade If your expectations aren't met in me today There's always tomorrow Or tomorrow night Hang in there, baby Sooner or later I know I'll get it right Please don't give up on me Oh, please don't give up on me I know it's late Late In the game 
true feelings haven't changed here in my heart. Don't give up on me. 